What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Cinema, a movie podcast where our motto is, we just hope it doesn't suck. This is episode 367, broken up into two parts, A and B. A. Thank you, sirs. 367A, posting on January 30th, will be a discussion on our picks for the spring up until May, our top five picks. And 367B, posting on February 2nd, will be a discussion on Lyft, another gem brought to you by Netflix. I'm one of your hosts, Grayson Maxwell, joining me as he does every week is my co-host, Roger Stillian, and our lovely perma guest, Chris Bond. Gentlemen, how are we today? Just hit the cameras up with a finger gun. Nice. Now people can see the Hell cringe. yeah. <laughs> how cringy that is. Yeah, it can be. That's right. Tis Perfect. life, though. Perfection. That's right. It's a choice I made. What are you drinking? It's coffee. I mean, I see fresh coffee written on the side of it. I just don't know if I believe it. Is, it. it is coffee. It is. Fresh I've coffee been so from the local convenient. <laughs> so when I, when I come home on the weekend to do... Um, to do this, I come home and say, you know, do my laundry and everything. So I've been having headaches when I come home on the weekend. I finally figured out why I'm having headaches. You don't have caffeine? No, because, well, I have the coffee that dad makes. And he has, I looked at the can today. It's half caffeine. And it comes out of a Folgers. Sure, it's called half cap. Yeah, half cap. But, like, that's why I get me headaches. Like, when I'm in Pittsburgh all week, I drink, like, pretty intense, like, very robust blends. Mm-hmm. I grind them up the beans, and I have this thing where I'm walking around. Anyway, so yeah, and then I, I was like, "Why are these headaches?" And that's why. So I have to supplement with brewed coffee from other places. All right, I'm so glad I pulled myself back from caffeine a little bit. So I actually don't have. I, the, I wish I could do that. I don't have the caffeine issue that people do, uh, but I also don't get the benefits of caffeine. Wait a minute, you're always drinking pop, though. So it was uh, that's the thing. So like he says, it's indifferent to him. But yeah. hold on, do you drink? Do you drink coffee at all? Yeah, I drink coffee. I drink energy drinks. Go f- go three days without drinking any caffeine I've to see what happens. Times I don't like like so so I don't get the benefits of caffeine, but I don't get the drawbacks of not drinking caffeine as well. I've that's dr- w- I th- are you sure? I'm positive. I keep using amphetamines though, so I don't know if that has anything to do with I've, it. I, like, I've, I keep using I've done, I, I've done three day fasts. I've done five day fasts. I've done intermittent fasting where you go time without you know anything. Anything. I've done keto where you don't. Where, where, before there were a bunch of sugar free options and all that kind of stuff, and like the whole caffeine headache thing never really hits me. But I also don't. I can't drink caffeine and be wired for the next four hours. I can drink a monster energy drink at two thirty in the morning. <laughs> go right to bed. And go right to bed. It's you know I I've never gotten that lift from it but I don't also that's have interesting crashes, how that ha- that's so. interesting how that happens but yeah. I couldn't if I go I also don't have the midday crash that people go through stuff too but yeah, also I, I but but, but I don't have that morning pick me up yeah, you know, I wake yeah. up and I'm just I'm a, like I'm a slow start around. and it takes a while to warm up but then I'm good but like yeah I can't like wake up have coffee and feel ready for the day it just doesn't work the best that way. part about those crashes though is if you can just go to sleep sometimes and it's rad sometimes working, sometimes if you just stop working it's your day off you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> every day's a half day if you just fucking leave. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Yep. I say the darndest things. One of my favorite lines. It's so good. Time. It's so good. <laughs> What's going on this week, guys? Anything new? Uh, it's rained for like 94 consecutive days here. <laughs> it doesn't stop, and I cannot get my... I'm going to sound stupid. Never mind. Yeah, probably. You know, I mean, that, that, that might be the smartest thing you've done in weeks. Okay, pull back well, from a comment. Yeah, I can't I just like not that. say it now. So I'm competing yeah. with someone in my steps for the Apple Watch, the fitness mm. thing. And like, it's just been raining for days. So like, I can't. You could go to a you, gym. Well, hold on. Even better yet, you know you can walk when it's raining. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> like You are physically I, capable of doing I, so. I, I, Weird I, concept. I, you know I, what I mean? Hear I, me out. I, I told some people that I'm competing with a couple different people. I told them, um, I, it's raining. They're like. Can't so? you go out? Just put a rain jacket on and Weird. just go outside. I'm like, first yeah, off, like, who the put hell the Apple Watch on your dog's tail. That too. No, I'm not gonna. I did that once. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> 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 okay, a little bit of background. In 2018, working on one dollar in Pittsburgh, we all got Fitbits, the accounting department, and 
we had the competition and people are wondering, Greg, you don't leave your desk and you get 15,000 steps. And then I one day, hard when I'm at home and then one day the, um, and then one day the dog walked in and they, someone saw the Fitbit on the dog's collar oh, that just man. wander around the office yeah, all day. Yeah. Like, did, and then they're like, ah, oh, you, that's how you did them. Like, yeah. Well, you didn't know this for five days. Yeah. Yeah. That's my story. I'm champion of lies. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on a throne of lies. I beat you at this game. You just didn't know we were playing anyway. So yeah, that's, it's what's going on. But yeah, it's been raining for quite a while and there's some flooding that's going to happen. Oh yeah, they're like legit. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I have a problem with the uh, with our house there. Your basement floods. Our basement right? backs up, yeah. and I came here on time, and my wife left for her book club, and I realized halfway here that none of us closed our valve in the basement. So it's gonna be we'll wet when you get home. We'll see. What ha- nah, I hope not. I really, do. I really I do really hope do. not. That's a that's a real ba- that's yeah. a real shame. It's been, it's, it's been quite some time since we had to deal with that, and we're you know we're, we're careful. But tis life of a homeowner. It so is. It is what it is. Yeah, my my basement is currently taking on some. Water just because <laughs> normally does it, does it normally no it's just my house is so old mm-hmm. after it gets so wet outside it just cannot it just seeps through the, it, and uh, it just goes I mean it goes directly into the drain mm-hmm. and it's fine sure, sure. you have unfinished concrete walls we do in a couple yep. of places yep, and yep, it's yep. it's just going to happen yeah exactly yep. yeah, it'll bleed through the, it'll bleed through the cinder block I used to I used to put um in my younger years I used to uh build concrete base uh cinder block basements and stuff with my dad and his and his construction company and that was like the one thing like they talked about like you can't stop this kind of stuff because people would call you know there's water coming in the basement it's like no you have you have a cinder block foundation sir and it's going to have there's going to be moisture when it rains heavily yeah so a a place i lived in pittsburgh had the same problem because it like so many of those houses are like built into hillsides Mm -hmm. yeah and it's a real it's a real problem for a lot of runs down into them but also like it had a i don't know if you guys ever it had a pittsburgh toilet you don't know what that is a lot of people worked in like the coal industry and stuff mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh, and, like the steel industry, and yeah, they yeah. come home filthy. And you have to go through the basement and then wash up first. So it's oh just, yeah, it's yeah. just it's got a it's just got a toilet right in the center. Of oh the, yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there's no walls, nothing. Yep. It's just and it's funny because like it's just it's a, always up on like a raised platform. Yeah, exactly. Like, yep, like, yep. And there's yep. a piece of like barbed metal sticking out of the ground to hold a piece of toilet paper. But someone obviously added after. But yeah, like yeah. I've used that toilet and it is with it's kind of freeing in a way. <laughs> like that was years ago when I lived in that. But like. Using a Pittsburgh toilet is kind of cool because like there's no there's no walls around you. It's just you in the air and the it feels so open, right? <laughs> they're, 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 it's just like pooping in a field. It's incredible, <laughs> except it's somebody's basement. Correct, and but maybe yeah. it's not your basement, and now you have to go to prison. That's a, that's a follow up question. Have you pooped in, Have you pooped in someone's field before? I mean, I'm sure I have. I don't remember a specific incident, but I'm sure I have. You never forget about pooping in a field. I'm just and saying. I, of course I have. <laughs> yeah, of, of course I have. Right. We used to go camping all the time in high school. Up on the hill for like two days. Of course I pooped. Mm. In the field. In the field. Thank you for bringing that up. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> I'm, everyone around the table has pooped in a field before? Of course. Yeah, of course. Okay. I thought you were going to say, like, no, why would I do that? I'm like, I knew it. I knew you would say that. I, I mean, that's I've, 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 seen, I've seen someone poop in a long john. Do you know what I mean? You know, in a, in a drain in a long john. It is what it is. You want to elaborate on that? I've, I, I've talked about that story. Oh, you sure. have? You have indeed talked about yeah, that story. Yeah. All right. What else is going on, guys? Yes. <laughs> okay, we're moving away from pooping. <laughs> moving away from pooping. What else is going on, guys? I don't know. We can talk about actual news stuff that happened, like the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Well, we we'll, we'll we'll get to that. We'll we we do have a rundown for the Oscars. We'll be talking about that a little bit. But okay. this is the personal segment of the show. Just to you know, okay. key you on. How, how's the, how dare I want to talk about <laughs> work? <laughs> how's the work. how's the new job for you, Chris? Job is busier than I thought. Even though I've been uh, as as government work goes. I haven't had my credentials official, and, and when I finally got them Thursday, there was something wrong with it. And the IT guy, who, bless his soul, probably just didn't want to deal with it on a Friday and told me, hey, there's a, there's a 
there's a network issue that's probably causing it, so we'll look at it Monday or Tuesday. And my boss has been waiting for me to have access for two weeks. Is like, can nothing we can do about that, can we? I said, I don't think so, man. Unless you want to run it up to All somebody right, boss, else. Boss, see you in two weeks, huh? <laughs> well, I told I told him I was like I was like. I was. I told him I didn't want to cause uh, cause any trouble, and I didn't want a, an enemy in IT of my first two weeks. So we'll we'll wait further on that. Good. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So we'll just wait till Tuesday. Well, good. Yeah. How's yours going, Roger? We don't ask you this often, very often. Nope. It's fine. Move on. Fair. Okay. <laughs> uh, life in the world. There's a lot of news coming out recently, but most of it's the big what got nominated for Oscars, which I think is going to throw a lot of people off. Uh, it wasn't like a lot of the shortlist predicted. It was very, very different, but we'll get to that soon. Anything else going on in your lives, guys, you want to talk about? I would also like to thank the people that write a shortlist are full of shit. Mm. Hashtag Roger was right about a lot of it. We'll find you out. You find out very rarely that Roger's not very often wrong. I mean, let's set, You set him up for that? I, I would like to let you know. So. Yeah. Thanks. Fair. I mean, you want to know how much movie of money a movie's going to make? Just ask me. I'll tell you. I will tell you by by the billions, and I'll be wrong. So yes, you will. I, I've got the romanticized version of it. Anyway, well, listen. So I want every movie to make as much money as you want the single movies to make. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> fair. <laughs> fair enough. Well, gentlemen, let's start the episode as we started recording late. This is episode three hundred and sixty-seven of For the Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema. It was posted each and every Tuesday and Friday at five a.m. on Podbean, which then distributes to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Each and every week, we start with the box office, current and upcoming releases, what streaming, trailers, and movies of the week. Without further ado, looking at the box office, number one, The Beekeeper. Again. Weird. 7.4 million, bringing in a worldwide of 104. Not too bad. What did we say the budget for that was? I don't know if we even looked that one up, but I'll find it. We probably did. I think it was on the shorter side, but on the small side. Robbie, good on that. Mean Girls, seven point three million with a worldwide of eighty three. I've seen that; it is hilarious. Of, uh, I want to say slightly inappropriate, but it's not slightly. It is very inappropriate. It is some go. of the comedy is just outlandish. There you go. Wonka, five point nine. Just start million. your own beekeeping colony. Stop. It ranges from four hundred <laughs> to six hundred fifty dollars per month. I, I, what's the budget for making a beekeeper movie, though? I don't know. That's just the first no. thing that came up. Because <laughs> all right, it's Wonka silly number beekeeper three beekeeper budget. Wonka number three is five point nine million, bringing its worldwide 600 total. Mil? Nope. No, it's like five hundred. Five fifty-two. It's a lot. That's not bad. Pretty good. Migration five point two million for the week. Domestic bringing in a worldwide of two hundred six. That's a lot less than I thought it was going to do. But anyone but you with handsome Glenn four point eight million, bringing it to one twenty-six. So, so that great. movie is slowly but surely still making money. It's just steady. Yeah, again, it's the only real date movie. It is. It is that's out. I mean, you could argue Mean Girls now, but no guy wants to take his girl to that movie. So. Well, I could see an argument for migration. Who doesn't love a good animated movie, though? Apparently, most folks because they're not watching it. Yeah, that's, true. that's also fair. true. Fair, fair, fair. I'm not taking. I'm not taking my wife to go see Migration. You know what I mean? Like that's not going to happen. Well, I I like animated movies, so I would take a girl to see Migration. What's that to do? Top, give them. They can see you now. Oh, they can good. see your stupid Facebook presence. I want them to see it. <laughs> I want them to good. know how I feel. <laughs> All right, six through ten. Poor Things, American Fiction, Aquaman, and the Lost Kingdom, Godzilla Minds One, and Boys in the Boat, which is extraordinarily average. Boat boys. Boat boys. So there's your one through five. Beekeeper, Mean Girls, Wonka, Migration. Only thirty-four million for Beekeeper. Okay, so it's so it's in the positive then. It's in the positive. There's your. A box of, I don't think anyone really expected any of those surprises. There was no surprises. There no, anyway. I will tell you, I'm tired of looking at the same shitty movies. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. There's not been a lot of traction on new movie stuff. 
couple weeks. Not. Let's look at like look at some upcoming releases. This past weekend only brought us Miller's Girl. <laughs> the second of February starts with Wait, Argyle. Didn't even make top five, right? Nope. Okay. Didn't even make top ten. Then right. I feel. Didn't even make top ten. I feel very strongly about oh. the choice that we made for next week. We'll week's get film, at then. that in a little bit. <laughs> Argyle, so you know, February second. We were right. Grayson was wrong. I. That's the only thing that came out theatrical. Our stick is theatrical, guys. We only had one choice. If I'm going to watch a movie in a theater next week. I think. I think our shtick is our personalities, my friend. But Fair. it's fine. Whatever. I don't have a shtick. <laughs> you are a shtick. You are a shtick. <laughs> That's right. You guys are being real shticks right now. <laughs> February 9th, Lisa Frankenstein, Out of Darkness, and Pixar's Turning Red. February 14th. Do you guys Valentine's think Turning Day? Red will make any money this no, time? I don't. I don't. So here's the thing. All these, re- all these, like, these re- there's a lot of releases coming out, and I don't think most of them are going to make anything. Nope. I think it's a weird... I mean, there's no risk for... These companies that re-release these, right? They're already made. They've yeah, already they already their, own them. And they've already got their money well, for them. Well, there is stuff. a cost to putting it theatrically, sure. But <laughs> yeah, but it's all money they're willing to spend. Sure, so sure. It's money they're I, willing I to lose. That. So there's no risk. It's it could only be beneficial for them. So it's fine. No, I, I understand that argument. It's yeah. I think they're probably gonna make more than it costs them to put the movie in the theater, but there's not like hundreds of. Millions I don't know what that cost. Well, would I know be. Soul didn't make very much when they re-released it. No. Like it made less than a million dollars. Yeah, which. Well, people have this on Disney or Disney Plus. Like you can access it on your TV. Yeah. So. Turning Red might be might make it might be better than Soul, but only because it is a movie that lends better to. Like, it, there's more pull to see it in theaters. It's very bright, very colorful. Well, very I think Soul's absolutely the best of the three. Sure, like, I agree with no Soul's that. A great I agree movie. with that. But Turning Red is very it's very good for theaters because like how actiony it is, how bright. Sure, sure. I, yeah, sometimes. totally understand that. Uh, Valentine's weekend, February fourteenth. Amelie re-release. Bob Marley, One Love, Madam Web, and What About Love? Three movies that won't do anything, and then there's Bob Marley. Do that Madam Web movie. Listen, I I watched I watched all the all the trailers what, again. What? So, not good. Okay, yeah, no, fair. yeah. I watched all the trailers again for our episode today, and just to kind of refresh myself on all the upcoming stuff. My wife watched them with me. And when we got to the Madam Web, which is, she was like, "What's wrong with that trailer?" And because I told her I wasn't excited because the trailer. Just buries this thing immediately. She's like, "What's wrong with this trailer?" For someone who doesn't know anything about Madam Web, I, I don't see what's wrong. I was like, "Because it's doing everything that that superhero movies have done wrong, all in one trailer." Well, and on top of that, it's it, it's not a story about Madam Web. It's about a story of Madam Web and her weird kooky gang of friends that she needs for some reason. Well, I mean, it's very twenty twenty four. If you know what I'm talking about, but I so don't know what you're talking you, about. Yeah, so why don't let you me tell ask the audience. You, what's that? What, what do you mean by twenty twenty four? Tell if, the audience. Just watch a trailer. You don't know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Let me ask you this: Is that that's Sony, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that part? Does that fall under that? They have to make a movie under every so many years or months to keep the Spider-Man because it's not. They're only lending it to Marvels. Like Spider-Man mm-hmm. still belongs to Sony. Yeah. So is that one? I of believe their, they have co-ownership now. Is that one of the like divorced parents? Groups? Like joint Fine, custody. <laughs> I think uh, when the when the matter when week comes up, I want to look more into like the creative, uh, like the people in charge of creative decisions with it, because I'm going to be very interested to see who actually made call shots in a lot of sure, like, what sure. this movie is because that'll tell me a lot about how, what the train wreck this movie is before we even get to see it be a train wreck but mark my words this movie will not do well it will be bad oh, I don't think I it wish will. it were I... getting Morbius 2 let's just be honest it's Morbin time I would, t- I would <laughs> I take beat you. I beat you I would take that over this son honestly. of a bitch and, 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 and <laughs> Madam Web is a, it, it can be an interesting character in comics but just with what's happening with just the trailer in this movie man you think she says it's Webbin time I hope not <laughs> But uh, there's just a lot happening. Doorbell, so. interesting. Yeah, um, I was so and the Madam Web. I've trailer, never heard the doorbell ring here before. The last time, so I was watching him. I watched a couple movies with uh, a buddy of mine in Pittsburgh this week, and we saw the Madam Web trailer twice. 
And both times, there was some ornery guy in front of us. It's like, we've seen her naked. <laughs> I mean, like, right it's accurate. Us. It is accurate. Like, we, all over, we've seen it. So, uh, If you haven't seen the Mad Web trailer, it is Dakota Johnson. It, yeah, sorry. The Shades of Grey. That's yeah. what they're referring to, not some weird fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> all right. February 16th, Land of Bad with Russell Crowe. February 23rd, Driveaway Dolls, Ordinary Angels, and Tenet uh, is re-releasing. So I watched the trailer for Driveaway Dolls. Have you guys seen that one? I have, been. I uh, I might be into that. Like, yeah, it, it looks a little yeah. weird. But. Well, I mean, it's 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 not a Coen Brothers movie, but it's made by Ethan Coen. Yeah, and yeah. Who it has, and I think it might be something. It could do something, sure. Yeah, but it also looks. I don't like think it, it'll make any money. Don't, it, don't get me wrong. I think it might be a decent flick. It also looks like it'd be really bad. Though. It could be, sure, yeah. sure. What are we thinking about? Um, but I mean, they made the, no country for old men. What are we thinking so? about the tenant we re-release? Any? I don't think it'll make. Any do you money. think he fixed the sound? No, he didn't. So it won't be good. Or you think he doubled down and just made it <laughs> fucking louder? Like now it's just Wong. subtitled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that he's stubborn enough, and his and and rightfully so. The man has more money than I do. So, but like, like I think he's stubborn. He has enough. a few dollars more than he's you stubborn enough to where dollars. he won't change the approach because he's already backed up the approach. You know, with his own words. Sure. Like, you know, this is my sound design, and it's perfect. You know, it's the theaters that need to fix it. So he's not going to change anything. Otherwise, he he will be a liar. See, what do you know? What if like you watch Tenant like IMAX, and it's just a completely different sound experience? Yeah. Like, like, what if it's amazing and perfect? Yeah, like, <laughs> or what? what, what <laughs> if you, you have to look cut? and be like, motherfucker was right. <laughs> <laughs> it was us, not him. <laughs> or what if it's like a different? What if you like did a different cut to it? Maybe I mean, because the movie ultimately didn't make. What a whole did it lot of say? Sense. Director's cut. Yeah, sure, I think it, it probably be. would. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing: like, I kind of like Tenet, but it had real problems. Yeah, you couldn't understand anything they were saying. Half well, the time. Th- that was a problem. Tenet on streaming is better than Tenet in the theater. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's it actually a better experience. Yeah. 4K on the disc is good too. I saw that. Uh, Chris Biglin for you, March first, Dune Part Two. Only, only for him. I was talking. About. Uh, guys, I showed you a popcorn bucket that's coming for that's Dune. True. Oh, have you seen? I the just memes? watched that, and I just watched it in IMAX. Uh, it was only it was randomly. I just Brett and I just finished a movie and then like that was starting in a few minutes and there's only a few tickets left. We got it and it'll be Jesus, man. The the IMAX um, and the waterfront in Pittsburgh it just shakes and it's great. It's wonderful. What it's about awesome. the popcorn bucket? I did not see the popcorn bucket, but I'm sure it's going to be lovely, Roger, when we finally see the popcorn. I bucket. sent you a picture did of you it. S- it. You've seen I didn't the popcorn see it in person. I saw it oh. in the, the picture you sent, but I'm sure it's going to be amazing. I think it's an Adam and Eve listing. I, I think it's a sex toy. <laughs> I'm I'm very certain of this. How long were you holding on to that one, that, that line? Bro, the minute it that was, I it sent was immediate. you the minute go there? I sent yeah. you the picture, I knew what oh I was going to say about it. Oh boy. Oh look, just March... look it up online. Just Google Dune Popcorn. There's bucket. a picture there's a picture with some Photoshop that says the Iraq is flash flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, all the right. The memes are out. March seventh. Look, that's is... our audience. That's Mar- <laughs> they want this. This is what they want. March seventh of the Thursday, and I want. I'm gonna to make get one of those buckets and bring it here. Oh, it's just, it's just got to be right, right here. on centerpiece. <laughs> March seventh, which is Thursday, is Ricky Stanicki on Amazon, which is um his uh John Cena and John Cena and Zac Efron. Zac Efron. Have you seen that one? I, have I think we watched it before you got here. So the premise of this movie is like these three friends, like they made up this friend like way back, like like twenty years ago, named Ricky Stanicki. As like excuses so, to get out of doing to things. get out, like they go visit him across the country, or like oh, okay, his okay, mom yeah, yeah. was sick, so they all went to visit him. They would just get away from their like girlfriends and wives yeah, or yeah. whatever, and then they kind of get called out, and so they have to find somebody to be Ricky, and it turns out it's John Cena, and he's just a wild asshole, <laughs> and he, he he embraces being Ricky Stanicki. Yeah. All right. 
First of all, I do you believe really when someone like Ricky Stanicky, like is that a real name? I mean, his name would be Richard, so it's yeah. not. No, no one comes out of the womb being blessed with the name Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> all right, March eighth, Imaginary and Rayman's big movie. Which there's still no tra- uh, like even color poster for the race. That's got to be getting movie. pushed, right? Yeah, sure, it, oh yeah, 100. Sure. It's not going to stay there. It'll um, be it'll be like June or July. The 15th, uh, the American Society of Magical Negroes and One Life, uh, March 21st, Arthur the King and the 22nd, Ghostbusters: Frozen Empire, Pixar's Luca is re-released in Problemista. March 29th is uh, Godzilla and Kong: The New Empire, Kung Fu Panda 4, and Mickey Godzilla moves. It moved? It moved back a week. Oh, okay. They were slated for the 22nd together. Mm. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters and Kong were, they were were on the same day. I told you something, like, and the march is stacked. Yeah. With, like, listen, some of these movies won't be good, but they'll be, make money. Yeah, yeah. So. (laughs) The 5th of April, the first omen of Monkey Man, which we'll talk about in a little bit. April 12th, Civil War. April 19th. That also moved up two weeks. Mm -hmm. So it's in, at the end of April, Earth, March. Beginning of April. Bege- it moved from April 26th to April 12th. Yeah, it was, oh, okay. it was the end well, of Well, so I read it, April 12th. Yep. Yeah. April 19th is Abigail and the uh, the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. And the end of April, what we'll stop today, is Challengers with the the, the, the weird sex tennis movie. Yeah. Group, Zendaya, group sex so. tennis. <laughs> Thumbs up. Yeah. Hey, I've seen the trailer. Also, haven't we seen that trailer like a really long time yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah. Like, like more than a year ago? Correct. No, not more than a year, but... It's but. close. But a while back, I think it was like early last year. I yeah. think I feel like it was I mean, don't quote me on that, that, but like it feels like we've seen that forever ago. Okay, well, yeah, no, I do agree with you that it, that it's been a minute, hundred percent. And I, and what's weird that we haven't seen it in any on like on anything. I haven't else. seen it again recently. There's no like trailer two. There's yeah. no nothing yet for that. So, yeah. but uh, maybe trailer one was enough to get this point across. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. All right. Yes. On that note, let's move on to what streaming yes. this week what? is. What? Did you just do that on camera? <laughs> yeah, I did. All right, that's you fair. See what I did, Chris? No. Oh, wait. <laughs> Look, those who know will know, and those who don't, they just won't. But we, we I can tell you. We need a shirt that says, let me tell you about docking. <laughs> Actually, is, you know what? We have the green screen up. Ooh, I can just. There it is. Uh, you know what? Just start. Boop. <laughs> just, just a gif in the background. It's just. No, that's too much. No, okay. All right. No. Okay. Why do you fucking do that? <laughs> Why do you make it weird? Why do you always do that? Okay. What's streaming this week? Our rotation is on uh, Max, which is, I, I hate calling it Max. It's HBO Max. Do you still call X Twitter? Yeah. I do. Wow, look at that. Well, that's never going to change for people. Sense. It's still... I mean, Twitter.com still exists, so they haven't gotten... I mean, they're never going to get rid of that, yeah, so... It's a redirect. Um, Serendipity by director Peter Chelsea is my choice. John Cusack, Kate Beckinsale, Jeremy Piven, Bridget Moynihan, Molly Shannon, and Eugene Levy is 2001. I've always liked... I've always really, really been passionate about Serendipity. I like John Cusack and Kate Beckinsale. Uh, they have great chemistry together, but it's a it's a movie about two people that find each other again, and always they always are going to find each other. And I I love I love 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 and in reference all the time. Um, there's a scene in the end where Jeremy Piven reads uh, because John Cusack doesn't find he doesn't find her, and he reads this this eulogy that's beautiful in the end. And it's he's not dead, but like that part of him died. Um, but that's a beautiful scene, and, and otherwise, I, I think it's a very good movie. It really does all kinds of great things that rom-coms like that today just don't do anymore. They just they don't have a lot of common sense. And that one, I think, is very cleverly written, and everything ties together very well. Do you guys have any memory of that one? Not really. Yes. I'm just thinking, though, I haven't seen John Cusack in anything recently, have I just watched Hot Tub Time Machine again. Let me tell the you. The first Hot Tub Time Machine is really funny. The second, the second one is awful. Yeah. Same with Joe Dirt, too. I just... 
You know, he, I've only watched Joe Dirt two one time, and I vowed that I would not it's, ever. It's it's watch awful. It again. It's terrible. I don't understand if that's the level of writing in Hollywood these days, and we're in trouble. Well, it, it's not these days. That was that was those days. So no, Joe Dirt two is only like out. two years like old. Year old. Really, two, yeah. Yeah. It feels like it was older. And it's really not. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. But fair I enough. like Joe Dirt though. It was it, it wasn't great. Joe but, Dirt like, was funny. It was yeah. interesting, and like all like the Christopher Walken, and like mm. they all like had a reason to be there. And then talking about guy all wrong. <laughs> Boom! Stabbing the face with a soldering iron. Yeah, <laughs> that's very Christopher Walken. Yeah. Yes. Um, kicking or kicking wings in the second one. Adam Beach is this, the 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 firework guy, but like he's in there for like two seconds. And he's a dream. It's like mm. it's why did you make it? I don't, kicking I don't wing more like kicking ass. Yeah, that's but uh, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> but serendipity's there for your reading pleasure. If you want that? I know. And the Batman by director Matt Reeves, Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, Jeffrey Wright, Colin Farrell, if you remember, Paul Dano, John Turturro, Andy Serkis, Peter Sarsgaard, and Barry Keegan, 2022. It's about time we talked about real movies. Yes, thank you. In this <laughs> podcast. Thank you. I don't know, man. Like, like I really enjoyed this version of Batman. I think we all really enjoyed this. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, you know, it was always, originally you hear that Robert Pattinson was going to be Batman, and a lot of people were just like, oh, it's the guy from Twilight. Look. I will say it, like I said when we talked about Batman, the worst part of Robert Pattinson's career is the stretch where he got paid millions of dollars <laughs> <laughs> to to wear shiny glitter, and, like, he knows it's bad, but, like, that's not him. Like, there's so much more. What an awful life. Millions of dollars. Yeah. He uh, probably to become an international icon, by the way. For all four of those Twilight movies, I'll bet you, because of the back end, he probably made well over a hundred or two hundred million dollars. I'm sure, dude. Like films. he's yeah. rich as shit. We gave the Batman collectively a seven, an eight, and a nine. Yeah. So yeah. Who was the nine? I was. I was probably the seven. The yeah, we know yeah. you were the Thank seven. You. We know. <laughs> I look. I like that. I just didn't think it was. I thought it was a very good movie, though. Yeah. Uh, it's also a movie too. If you haven't watched it in a while, go back and watch it. It yeah. still holds it up. It holds very up. well. It is a very good detective. Batman yeah. movie. I agree. It's very it, good. It has one of those things going for it that we talk about with like, with like the Winter Soldier. It's a good movie, even if it, was, it didn't have. Super if it wasn't in it. Batman, it's yeah. still a good flick. Yep, hundred percent. I agree. It's. Uh, it was. I think it was a. Pl- it was a pleasant surprise for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. Uh, Chris, Princess Mononoke, yeah. an oldie but a goodie, by by the master Hayao Miyazaki, um, Yoda Matsuda, Yuriko Ishida, Yuko Tanaka, and. Some of the English voice casting is Billy Crudup, Billy Bob Thornton, Minnie Driver, John DiMaggio, Claire Danes, Jada Pinkett-Smith, bear with me, Jillian Anderson, Keith David, and Tara Strong, 97. I'll, I'm only picking uh, anime movies now whenever I can, just so he has to pronounce all those names. Mm. I did very well there, though. Well, you did, yeah, you actually did pretty good. You? You know. By your own standards, you did very well. <laughs> I did. That was a 10, pronunciation by my standards. Uh, no, let's be careful. A little bit lower. Anyway, well, so. Uh, definitely good, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're, I'm, yeah. I'm legit. You did fine. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I don't know. So this movie, it, it's it, it's old. It's ninety. It's like what you said, ninety-seven. 97. Yeah, back in the nineties, movies like this didn't get respect. Um, you know, it's almost at all. thirty years old. Do you believe that? Ninety-seven, almost thirty years old. Yeah, but like the characters in this are amazing. All of them are actually, and the reason why is because like is is there's no real villain in this because they all have their own perspectives and everyone and. When you watch this film and it all comes together, it really is just a great piece, like piece of film in my opinion. Storytelling's out of this world. The sound and music in it is great. It goes well with it, and that's some, one of the huge positives of um, 
of Ghibli films is that their music and their sound is always really on point with everything that's going on. Uh, the dialogue isn't downplayed, and that's amazing for a nine, for a '90s animated movie. It's not like it an adult can watch that film and enjoy it and not feel like it's like it's being dumbed down for like a lower audience. Sure, so, I, I, agree. I agree. Yeah, like all that feels really good about uh, about it. The um, levels of detailing are, are impressive as well. Things that are paid attention to, and that's just something that animation can bring when it really wants to. So, isn't it crazy how good that movie still looks? Oh yeah, like yep. it, it holds up. Most of Ghibli movies all look great. Well, still. so most the, of them hold up pretty well. That's the thing. A lot, a lot of the, a lot of the animated art style that are that are like finalized into film, they do hold up, and it's just because it's it's drawn, especially yeah. hand drawn animation, because. For, it's easier to remaster that it too. It is because well, it well, you're also right. But like when things are C, or like CG animated, the CG gets better and better and better and better as time goes on, right? So you can you can actually look back and see an older version of like the CGI rendering and smoothness and all that. Whereas all the hand drawn animation stuff, it holds up because people can go back and redraw that now and it looks really good. So I think that really does like hold up you know to time for that reason as well. I um. I didn't watch Boy and the Heron like you guys. Did. Yeah, yeah. I did very recently rewatch uh, Poyo. Okay, yeah, um, which Ponyo. Is, yeah. Ponyo. Yeah, Ponyo. Sorry, which is an excellent, yes. excellent movie. Yeah. Pond is um, good. Also by Studio Ghibli, because like anytime those movies come to America, like some people are super into them, and that's rightfully so. Yeah, but yeah. Most people don't really know what they are. Mm. Take some time and look through that catalog, mm-hmm. though. There They're- are some. Incredible movies there, especially if you're a sto- if a story and like a narrative dr- uh, driven person, um, like for like your films, there are some really good narrative driven movies in that category mm-hmm. that you know will speak to you. Uh, and like you said, like we talked about Boy and the Heron recently, and the movie really does have. A, like a surface level story, but then there's a lot of things you can oh dig into. Goodness. So much, so know. much like an onion. Just yeah, and and, and in, in in the Ghibli catalog itself you'll find a wide variety of different reasons why these things can be sure. enjoyable if you give them a shot so but it, that's very appropriate you chose that because we and now i'm thinking about boy in the heron again is like i really want to watch that with the english voice cast yeah you you mm-hmm. saw that with saw it, both, it, yeah. it's very like mm-hmm. oh you saw both huh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, nice. like christian bale i'm sure does a fantastic oh, yeah. job in that yeah everyone does just, man. yeah and, and like and shout out to you know people that are doing voice acting shout gigs. out to christian bale <laughs> yeah, he needs it. <laughs> like, shout out to people that the, the whole the whole voice acting thing. That space has blown up in the last seven years. That used to be something that was really looked down upon. Like within, well, I don't know that, that that cast for Prince Mononoke is pretty big for ninety. No, no, it is, and and but like, but also culturally, Japan takes that more seriously. They do. So when they sign over a movie for U.S. dubbing, you know, they have agree, they have to approve everything. That's fair. Okay. That's so fair. it's one of those things where like they take it seriously because it's literally like ingrained in their culture. And in the last seven years, like people that weren't getting paid a lot, a lot more for their jobs before, are getting paid a lot more now in the voice acting, and it and we get to enjoy way better the work. The fruits in that of space. the labor, yeah. Because I noticed that. So John DiMaggio and Tara Strong mm-hmm. are both um, some voice actors from a lot of things, late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, exactly. John yep. DiMaggio does like ninety four voices. He's, yeah. um, uh, he's Bender, isn't he? Yeah, from yep, yep. Yeah, he's he's, he's, <laughs> he's Dom from. Yeah, he's everything. He's uh, yeah. a million things. Of war. Mm-hmm. But I know that he's big in some of those Japan things. Like a lot, like uh, the FF Ten had him and everything. A lot of stuff you'll you'll see a lot. Like if you start like, looking at like just like like video game like voice acting credits, you'll see repeat names so oh, often. Oh, yeah, yeah. A multiple roles within the same game, and then across like genres because. Like it's like you know people that are willing to do that job and getting paid decent amount for it will just keep on seeking out gigs and they'll get them. Another example is um, I can't remember his last name, but the, uh, his first name's Chris, uh, the guy who does Vegeta's voice in Dragon Ball. He is 
in so many different. Uh, I think I know who you're stuff. talking about, but I don't. Chris I mean, something. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I'm, I'm blanking on it. But like he's in so much stuff. He's um he's All Might in My Hero Academia now. But he's in a lot of video games as well. And he just he he get, he signs up for a job and he gets it because back then you know if one person does it well they get jobs and a whole bunch of stuff for voice acting. So it's nice to see that that space is also growing. I guess is you know the whole reason why I went down that path to begin with. No, that's good. I mean, that's yeah. I can't find the Christopher name. Sabat. Oh, Christopher yeah, Sabat. Yeah, Sabat. It, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew, I knew it was something. I, I yep. can picture the guy. I can't picture his last name, but mm-hmm. oh yeah, he's like right. he's bigger. He's, he's he's usually like sporting a beard and stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, that's um a lot of the voice actors are like a lot of the when video games first started having is when I first started regularly like, coming into that like a lot of the same names mm-hmm. over yeah. and over again, which is great if you can get the mo- if you can get oh, the role yeah. and get the money, good for you. Also, you know what the work entails. Which is true, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's the one thing that I, I used to hear about voice acting thing is why a lot of the big stars weren't doing voice acting because they had no idea what it's actually like to do it. Yeah, yeah you're you're not just dry reading script and like you know, like, you know it's not as easy as just dry reading script. Well, and that's, well that's, they would they would voice like the the Disney films and the Pixar films, well, but, but not the, so the real the real turning point to that legitimate money being paid in those. Yeah, films. was Shrek. Mm, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Shrek you're was a right. really big deal. Mm-hmm. Because, like, that was the first, like, wholly animated movie that was 100% A-list mm-hmm. voice cast. Cameron Diaz, Eddie Murphy, and yep. Mike Myers. Yeah, of yep. course. Uh, John Lithgow. Yeah. And a couple, yeah, like, there's... <laughs> and that was a big, big deal. And then, obviously, now there's real money. Then it just took off from yep. there. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's a good a good choice, though, all around, I think. Um, oh, yeah. If you have Max, you have access to Serendipity, The Batman, and Princess Mononoke. Three wildly different movies. Yeah, yeah. very much so. Yeah. Right, but, I mean... I when you're talking about Prince Mononoke, I was just remembering like the first time I watched that movie. Oh yeah! Like my mind was just opened to so many things. I think my favorite my favorite Ghibli film is still Spirited Away. I just I love well, that's excellent, that's excellent a, movie. yeah that's a so good. I mean that's like their crown jewel. Yeah, yeah, and and, and I mean maybe well, rightfully so. Yeah, maybe it makes that me was basic after Prince that was 2001. Yeah, that was yeah. after Mononoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah, but like I don't know that 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 film. Just the story that's involved there, and it's it just there's such a little dialogue for so long in that film, but yet it's still awesome to see just because how visual it is. I don't it's know. like Wally. Yeah, there's yeah. like 20 words, man. Yep, yep, you're actually right. <laughs> let's talk about some trailers. It's a, it's a slower week for us, but let's talk about oh, Adam the tra- First. These trailers. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Let's oh. talk about some. Uh, sorry, Adam the First with David Duchovny, Oaks Fegley, T.R. Knight's feature. What are we thinking? I don't even remember what this was at this point. Oh, this is Duchovny with his shirt off for whatever reason. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the first line of the movie is, uh, he's talking about his father, and Roddy yeah. goes, he's talking about the kid or the horse? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, David Duchovny is looking off camera talking to somebody. He's like, I don't, you know, I, I'm not your father. Yeah, yeah. And then the next scene we see is a guy walking a horse through a field, and yep. I'm like, was he talking to him or the horse? <laughs> because, like, look, I don't know. He's probably know. not the horse's father. I, I like these movies probably. more than more than you guys do. I think that's a given. I like David Duchovny. Like, I like him a lot. Uh, I, I I have a... I have a permanent like soft spot for him because of X Files sure. back in the day. And stuff. I think safe to say most people do. Yeah, but like it, it's like where's this movie gonna be? Who's it for? That kind so of thing. So it says in one theaters theater in, in one theater in Los. It'll be it'll be in Grommans in Los Angeles for, yeah. for, for for a week. I mean, I mean it, what David Company is probably in this movie for like what like fifteen minutes? Maybe it seems like it seems. Oh, like, I think he's in there for a while. Oh, I don't long. know because I feel like this is. Going I feel like, like four or five different people. Yeah, I feel like mom and dad. I feel like. Mom and bonus dad both die in that trailer. You know what I mean? Like from the trailer. All right, all right. Yeah. Well, you could be right, sir. You could yeah, be right. I think I am. <laughs> but Oaks Fegley has been in a number of things, and he's he's gotten older. But That's we've, the point, we've right? seen him in a number yeah. of things. Yeah, yeah. 
So I'm really excited. He was in. It's nice of him to still succeed with a name like Oaks Fegley, right? He well, also that's an odd name. Also, though. looks wise, he looks easy. To, he like looks easy to draw, right? Like, yeah. it's a weird thing to come up with. But sure, I mean, I can <laughs> see what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just rewatched War. I feel with like Grandpa. that's insulting, and I'm and I'm here for it. <laughs> I just rewatched War with Grandpa, and I, that he's he's in that I think too. So he's he's got a pretty good range. But I always like to see what happens when these when these uh, child stars grow up, like if they can keep the momentum that they keep have getting in their paid. Younger. Well, yeah. Who doesn't? I want them to keep getting paid. Yeah, I know. We, we, I think you just see so many child stars either disappear, not like in real life, but like off <laughs> sometimes films. in real sometimes. life. Sometimes, like, like you see them just kind of like disappear from the space, or you see them, you know, become like drug crash out. and burn yeah. so hard that it feels good to see them continue succeeding well, instead. Dude, um, a quick throwback to something that I don't know if you guys pay attention to, but uh, like a year ago on Reddit, um, the one kid that played Ernie. In Billy Madison, mm-hmm. like he's a redditor or whatever, and he put like all these behind the scene pictures, oh, okay, of like what it was like filming with like Adam Sandler, and yeah. like, they, they still t- stayed in touch for all these things, all these years or huh. whatever. Because like that kid didn't do anything else Hollywood after that. Like, oh, okay, he yeah. just just showed up, did just his thing, did his and, thing and left. All right, and like that's a wild mm-hmm. story to me. Like you were in a, what was you know, listen, love it or hate it, that was Billy a huge Madison. Movie. It was a fucking big mm-hmm. deal. That was a big movie. Um. And to just never be back Agreed. in that space again mm-hmm. is just crazy to me. Agreed. I mean, uh, good for him, though. He seems like a well-adjusted, normal person. Yeah, which that's, is that's an achievement well, in its own. The, the it's whole, probably because he left. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's the whole, like, 80s and 90s child star. Like, they all grew up to be... They're, they're not one of them grew up to be normal. Like, it's just... Mm. No, they're all it. fucked Or, or they're, I'm sure there's a few, but the normal thing was not to be normal. Um, but that's, you know, one of those things that I think everyone can agree on that, that that definitely happened. Well, the most normal child star that we've actually watched grow up throughout the years is probably Michael J. Fox. He has a debilitating disease, disease <laughs> yeah. which is also fucked up. <laughs> yeah, but that's probably not from being a child star, right? No, it's just <laughs> unfortunate luck to somebody who seems Genuinely. mostly well-adjusted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, okay, switching. Yeah, that movie we watched about him, that documentary oh, yeah, that was, was good. Still. That yeah, was, it was very that good. That was a good was, one. Yeah, mm-hmm. very good. Let's talk about Seize Them with Amy Lou Wood, Nicola Coughlin, Nick Frost, the only name there, and Paula, Paul K. It's a feature. What are we thinking about Seize Them? I actually think less of this than I did of Adam the First, and that was the bar was pretty low. Oh, man. So, yeah, I mean, like, look, it's something set back in medieval times. It's like a weird it's a comedy medieval, medieval comedy. Time. Yeah, it's a weird parody comedy. You guys remember that? What was that movie with um, Natalie Portman and James Franco? Princess Bride. No. Um... <laughs> I forget the Amazing name, but it didn't do well at all. But it was it was a comedy like set back in like middle like the that was like, the one with Danny McBride, Danny McBride like medieval yeah. medieval Europe, but like it was actually a comedy. It wasn't. Yeah. I just don't I do know remember that. that that movie was hilarious and terrible. Yeah, all, but it was, it was just wildly it was wildly yeah. inappropriate. Wilding. So it was stupidly funny, mm-hmm. but like the movie was shit. Yeah. <laughs> I seem to remember. What, I think Natalie Portman was wearing a chastity belt, and no one could get off for some reason. Well, then they had the scene where, that like, the, right. the, the, the like the like the weird movie. elf thing oh, was like right. guiding James Franco, and like Danny McBride's character is like he totally molested him, didn't he? And he's just like, no. He's like, yeah, he did. Different time that was. Different time. I was gonna say, uh, but like, wouldn't fly now. We know. I'm thinking about that is um, Robin Hood Men in Tights is like the other example of how that could be done well. It'd if, be funny. Yeah, it'd be funny. Could you do Rob? Could you do Robin Hood Men in Tights now? Though I don't think so. I think that was a time. It depends place, on which version of, of Robin Hood you're trying to yeah. spoof, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah you also okay. don't have Cariel with Young anymore. He was a major part of that film's success. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, that's just. Oh. Who made is that? A Mon- that wasn't Monty Python, was it? That I was, think it was. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. No but either way. 
Uh, also, it, this movie looks awful. So yeah, yeah, yeah. This and one last shit. one: Suncoast, Woody Harrelson, Nico Parker, Laura Linney, Cree Kawa. What are we thinking about? This so movie? I don't know. For some reason, I thought we had watched this trailer before. You were adamant too. No, here's the thing: I have definitely, I have definitely watched this trailer before. Yeah. You guys didn't. So this is a Hulu movie. So this is something we might actually watch. True. True. Um, because up until you know the last movie with Self Reliance with uh, Jake Johnson, Hulu had had a pretty. I mean, not that Self Reliance is overly terrible. Their batting average is still yeah, they're still good. Still, still better. That, you know, um, Self Reliance I mean, wasn't this great. This is a movie about a kid, you know, going through high school when her like her brother is like dying, and mm-hmm. that's what she's dealing with. And I mean, it looks like it might be dark and funny, and maybe that's good or really stupid sad. I mean. This one out of the three trailers looks like the one that might be the best, you know, like of sure. the best product of the three. So, like, I can't see any holes in this. this At least is... I know this will actually be released in America. True, true. <laughs> but, in more than one theater. Yeah. But this, like, this movie we're looking at right here, like, for this trailer, this one's going to depend on how good the dialogue actually is and how sincere the act is. Well, we've seen this movie it. type before. Yeah, so. exactly. So, I mean, like, like we'll see. I mean, this movie will fail on its dialogue and how and how seriously the actors Well, I mean, it. Woody Harrelson being in, I think, is somewhat of an indication that it might have some promise. I don't think he takes roles that he doesn't think are pretty well written. Hmm. But hmm. I also worked on um, Out of the first, Furnace. There's a, first, was, there's a first for everything, right? You know what I mean? You so. know, it's funny. Working on Out of the Furnace, they were talking about, like, this is going to be up for Oscars, and it was it was up for it won a ton of Razzies that year, oh, like the complete opposite. It's funny how that works. Yeah, Imagine if we talk about the Oscars, I didn't even look at the Razzies list. Mm. Oh, there's oh, a, there's yeah. some there's some good ones. We good. should talk about the Razzies another week, but yeah, yeah. that's a I think that's more fun to talk about than the Oscars, to be honest with you. It is. It, it, well, it, I mean, because it's, it's a joke. Legitimately, we try to talk about the Oscars mostly seriously after we watch the whole show, and which we will do again this year. Yep. Yay for us! It's a it's it's an hour earlier. As it you, is. As it as is you've going to listen. Thankfully, thank fucking Christ, it's going to start <laughs> at seven p.m. Eastern mm-hmm. and run till ten ish. So ish. I mean, look, if it ends at ten thirty, I'm still happy. Yeah. Oh yeah. So because yep. it's not you know eleven thirty. Well, twelve forty-five. Oh God. Yeah, one thirty, one a.m. Yeah, those are those are abysmally Ugh. bad. I, I like you guys, but I want to go bed. <laughs> I know. I agree. I agree with you. It's. I agree. I agree. Okay, so those trailers are available to watch on our social. Adam the first sees them in Suncoast. All there for your viewing pleasure. How do you feel about that, Chris? Good? It's good enough, yeah. Fair enough. Let's talk about our top five picks for spring twenty twenty four. Are we there already? We are there already. Let's We're not get talk into about it. the Oscars at all for two minutes. We should do that, shouldn't we? Yeah, yeah we could. We should okay. Let's yeah. do the Oscars. First. Yeah, I, I mean, the second I bet, half of this show is not going to take on camera. Witness that long. My Tom, my witness, my idiocy on camera. It's That's great. all right. All right, so this is life now. The <laughs> it's always been my. This life. is what you wanted. <laughs> all right, so okay, so here's the just doing the Academy Awards real, real quick. They have a full list. I'm just going to run run down them. Another week we'll go over them and talk about them more extensively. Actor in a leading role: Bradley Cooper for Maestro Coleman, Domingo for Rustin, Paul Giamatti for The the Holdovers, Cillian Murphy for Oppenheimer, Jeffrey Wright, American Fiction. I think those are probably pretty well deserved. Yeah, sure. Actor in a supporting role, Sterling K. Brown for American Fiction, Robert De Niro, Killers of the Flower Moon, Robert Downey Jr., Oppenheimer, Ryan Gosling, yeah, Barbie, Mark Ruffalo, Poor Things. Uh, actress in a leading role, Annette Bening for Nyad, Lily <laughs> Gladstone. didn't exist until... <laughs> Lily Gladstone kills the Flower Moon. Sandra Huller, Anatomy of a Fall. Carrie Mulligan, Maestro. Emma Stone, Poor Things. Actress in a supporting role: Emily Blunt, Oppenheimer. Danielle Brooks, Color Purple. America Ferrera, Barbie. Jodie Foster, Nyad. Uh, Davine Joy Randolph for the Holdovers. Animated feature film: Boy and the Heron, which is a big, big one for me and Chris. Elemental, Nimona, 
Robot Dreams and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, I don't see anything beating. Across the Spider-Verse to me is a better movie than The Boy and the Heron. I've been thinking about this for days. I think I think it's I think it depends on what you're going what kind of movie you're talking about, but I mean just on a pure like what's the better animated film? I mean, I think Spider-Man I think beats it, it out. In, in, I don't in think a lot it's of I don't even think it's close though. I mean, depend again. Like, if I want to watch an action animated movie, yeah. If I want to watch something that's deeper and cerebral, well, but if you had to pick one that that, that is representing of the best animated features for twenty twenty three, which one would you pick? No, probably, probably Spider Man. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah. What, I just I saw a tweet of someone I'm not like super fond with that said the other way around. I'm like, there's no way that's even close. To I mean, true. look, just be happy that they're both very good. It's like the yeah, same people true. that argued that Baldur's Gate three didn't deserve Game of the Year over Spider Man. Fair, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it. it, it you're you both can be right. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, like they're nominated for a reason. You know what I mean? It's you know it makes sense. All right. Cinematography. Uh, El Conda, Edward Lack, Edward Lackman, It Kills the Flower Moon, Rodrigo Prieto, Maestro, Matthew Libatique, Oppenheimer, Hoyt Van Hoitima. Poor sorry things. Sorry, we did this to you. Robbie Ryan. <laughs> you can just say the names of the movies. Fine. I'll go for costume, yeah, costume let's do design. That. Barbie, Kills the Flower Moon, Napoleon, Oppenheimer, Poor Things. Uh, directing Anatomy of a Fall, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, and Zone of Interest. Documentary feature film Bobby Wine, The President's People, The Eternal Memory, Four Daughters, To Kill a Tiger, and Why Twenty Days. I'm going to watch any of the documentaries. Yeah, yeah, sure. I usually try to at least catch a yeah. couple of them. Uh, and Twenty Days in Maripol. Documentary short film The ABCs of Book Banning, The Barber of Little Rock, Island in Between, The Last Repair Shop, and Nene Waipo. Nene and Waipo. That's a. If I said that wrong, I'm sorry. Like, like watch me whip. I, I don't know. Okay. Do you want to come over and try to read it? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you saw it. Oh my goodness. All right. Good. Uh, film editing: Anatomy of a Fall, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. International feature film: Lo Capitino. Capitano. Sorry, I read that wrong. Cappuccino. Jesus. No. <laughs> Io Capitano. Perfect Day, Society of the Snow, The Teacher's Lounge, and Zone of Interest. Makeup and hairstyling. Golda, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, Society of the Snow. Uh, the Music, another one I'm pretty pretty excited about. American Fiction, Indiana Jones, Dial of Destiny, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, and Poor That's Things. That's original score, by the way, not original, original song. And here's music for original song. The Fire Inside, I'm Just Ken from Barbie. Uh, it Never Went Away. <sighs> Ways Wazazi. A Song for My People by Killers of the Flower Moon. And What Was I Made For? Another one by Barbie. That's why I said Barbie twice. Uh, Best Picture. Can't believe you didn't nominate fucking Jack Black for Bowser. Right? I told that that was never going to make it. Listen. That's bullshit. Barbie got nominated fucking twice. I don't think there's a (laughs) single song this year from movies that got played more on YouTube than Maybe not. I don't know. Some of those Barbie songs probably Ken got some play there. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah, imagine. I mean you're probably right. Though. Ken, Ken definitely got <laughs> my some. kid. My my, cre- my kids contributed one million plays themselves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, all right, best picture: American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, Zone of Interest. That's ten nominees. I remember there's five. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, production design: Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, Napoleon, Oppenheimer, Poor Things. Animated short film: Letter to a Pig. I want to make sure I read the right letter to a pig. 95 Senses, Our Uniform, Psychoderm, and War is Over, inspired by the music of John and Yoko. Mm. Live action short film, The After, Invincible, Night of Fortune, Red, White, and Blue, and The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar. Sound, The Creator, 
Maestro, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1, Oppenheimer, and Zone of Interest. Also, once again, the creator rules. Yo, it, God, yeah. so good. Yeah, Watch that movie. Really incredible, actually. Visual effects, the creator, Godzilla Minus One, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1, and Napoleon. That's an interesting uh, picks for that one. All deserving, I think, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, writing gift wrap that for Godzilla. <laughs> writing with adapted screenplay is American Fiction, Barbie, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, Zone of Interest. And writing for original screenplay, Anatomy of a Fall, The Holdovers, Maestro, May, December, and Past Lives. For the record, I would like to state that Peaches had 100 million plays on YouTube. How many did I'm Just Ken? 13 million. All right, fair. That's 100 million is a lot. 100 How did million. It, okay, fine. You win that. I just... 100 million. What, just putting it out. Did you see the other song? Like, what was I made for? That was the other Barbie one that was huge. I didn't look at that. You should look at that. Well, if you have, if I you, bet you it wasn't can. 100 million. Then. Yeah, no, it definitely yeah. was 100 million. What is that one? What was I made for? What was I made for? Yeah, that's that's yeah. You got it. Now we will pivot to our top five picks for spring, twenty twenty four. But what is it, Chris? Tell me. Well, the official. So the Billie Eilish version of that song. Which the, is the song? The official music video that actually has a hundred million plays as well. I figure. I mean, I mean, I figured it was kind of similar, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I didn't. Well, I'm just kidding. Like I didn't. Okay, that one got trounced. Grayson's list has way more than five on it. I but I numbered them. I just <laughs> listed the movies I wanted. Way to. more than five. I My list them. also has more than five. God but damn I, people! But I won't. But only because I put them in order. I put, right, I, I, five. Five. I'm only gonna talk about five. <laughs> I should talk about the ones I'm least excited for too, though. <laughs> Actually, that's th- that's legitimate. But they're not even on my list now. No, so. <laughs> All right. So ju- I think just for argument's sake, movies that I'm excited for that I'm gonna remove are. Spaceman and Ricky Stenicky because those are streaming. We're only doing theatrical. That was the, we're sticking to theatrical because there's so many streaming. Oh, no, you're down to eleven. <laughs> I have them number. I have five of them numbered. <laughs> so my, my my list is quite big, but I I, I did process of elimination. So. I mean, I I have some honorable mentions that like like they only didn't make it because I can only keep the list at five. Which sure, I think know, that's I, what I'll, I'll, I'll mention that at the end. I, w- I will say one thing about my list though, and I was tempted to leave stuff off of this list just because I know there's at least one movie on here we're all going to overlap for. True, more, true. Like, dude yeah, is going yeah. to be on all four. Or, well, oh, but, all but, but where is it? That's the key. Yeah, it's probably really not because it's, it's <laughs> going to be. At the t- <laughs> it should be. We'll see. It we'll see. Be. We'll see. We'll see. All right. So let's start with everyone's number five. All right, number five. No, yeah, I don't I, I'll get this for you. All right. Okay. So you want to start? Let's start. Yeah, I'll this? go first. So, so this is, and I don't want to say your thunder on this, but like, this is a movie I didn't know I needed on my top five list until two nights ago. Oh, I, I know what you're about to say. When, go ahead. When I when I saw the trailer for Monkey Man, this movie looks. Hold on. So I want to just preface it. Monkey Man of uh, Dev Patel, who stars and directs, but and uh, Jordan Peele is the producer. producer. Mm-hmm. But it's like a, it's like an Indian John Wick, which yeah. I'm all okay with. Okay, I'm gonna continue now. This movie looks fucking wild from the trailer. Yep. So I so this is one of those cases where the trailer is gonna sell this film and it's gonna be shit. Good on them for making a badass trailer. Or this movie's going to fucking rock. <laughs> I'm That's here fair. for either way, honestly. So I'll go next because number five on my list is Monkey Man. All right. That makes sense. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah. So I found this trailer a couple days ago. Like it, it hit mainstream mm-hmm. and I watched it and was like, whoa. Because like. It's a long trailer it, too. It's three minutes and 15 seconds yeah. long. So generally that used to mean that your movie's going to be three hours long. It won't be. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. it might be really rad if it is, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, we also all thought that the last John Wick was too long. So yeah, yeah, by about twenty minutes at yeah. least. Yeah, fifteen twenty. But I mean, yeah. like, look, man, if I get two hours of Dev Patel just whipping ass, dude, listen, I'm that, here for it. And dude I'm, is shredded, by the way. In this, he looks like he's in he's in like fighting shape, right? Yeah. And he's, uh, and he's like he's like a taller, like like, like lankier guy too. So his mustache is strong. Dev Patel was he in? He was in Slumdog. He was Green Knight. Millionaire and Green Knight mm-hmm. and Lion. It's mm-hmm. also for Best yeah. Picture. Yeah. yeah. So, no, he's 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 good. But he was also in. He's in some older stuff hold too. Hold on, he was he's also younger. in M Night Shyamalan, Avatar. Yes, he was. Airbender, yes, he which was. We didn't talk about the new show, but that's next week. But yeah, yeah. He, so he he's been in some stinkers too. Well, yeah, but like, I, I think man, he's, he's paychecks got to come from somewhere. Yep. Yeah. No, no, never hold anybody by their best movie or their worst. Yeah, sure, exactly. I understand that. Yeah. No, like, but like, like I watched that trailer. I was like, okay, I didn't know I needed this, and it looks good. Yep. And, you know, it's not Jordan. It's not a Jordan Peele film, but like, like I said, he's. he's I mean, look, he put his stamp on it, on it though. He so did. He did. I mean, maybe and we'll see. I'm sure that's how Dev got it made. I'm sure that's how he got it made. He Probably he found he found. Jordan but still, Peele. like, like this looks. I mean, it's interesting that he's both starring and directing in it. So he has a vision for this film. Obviously, you know what? I laughed really hard when he tried to bust through that window and just bounces off. Yeah. <laughs> Leaving some of his blood there. It is a blood splatter but where like, he hit the wall. So, some of the imagery in this trailer is awesome. I would imagine this so. has been in his brain for 10, 15 years. Probably. This is probably what, this something he's time. passionate about. So some a lot of times passion leads to a decent film at, at I a better project overall. I yep. think that it also talks about the monkey the monkey man, but also references like the legends, I think, of the monkey king. Do you remember? I so, think The Sun King Wukong, you mean? I think of the two of you, you would have seen it or be able to reference it more. But um, Forbidden Kingdom with Jackie Chan and mm-hmm. Michael Arangano, yeah, that's about the Monkey King and like yeah. it's a highly stylized version of it. It is. I really enjoy that movie a lot. Yeah, but that's d- same, but this is it not the same legend. This looks this looks based in uh, in some sort of like Indian culture, whereas probably Hindu culture. Yeah, Hindu. what what you're what you're referencing is it's definitely like way Asian. Is, yeah, it's definitely well, that's further east. The same. Okay, fair, but yeah. I I, just, I thought that was cool. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could I'm be really a very just, similar story though. This True. didn't make my list simply because I didn't see the trailer until I walked in here, so I'm not changing my list. But oh, okay, okay, gotcha. it looks rad. Oh, though. You don't I, read my text. It's it does. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, huh. You got, I'll send like five. Let me. I'll send five things to them, and they'll respond. One of them will say okay or yes or yes. <laughs> hey. Or Roger, or Roger will just send me emojis of an eggplant and, and then the spurting water. Like what? Come on, man. Those are that's rain. So yeah. What are you talking it, about? It, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> also, there's a new emoji coming that's just a mushroom. Oh, perfect. It's like a button mushroom. So Perfect. All right, I so mean, if you need other things <laughs> with rain emojis. Yeah, if you need variety in the, uh, in All the right, responses. All right, so my number so five. So your five, yeah. Civil War. Okay, gotcha. Ooh, I'm really psyched for, for this that. one. Okay. I, th- I really just hope... I'm. I'm praying it isn't super heavy-sided one way politically. I just I don't I want I mean, to keep that out. It has to be semi-political. Yeah, but they could. They I mean, could, it's gonna be it's gonna be political in some way. Sure, before. but they could frame it in with. They can just keep within the framework of the story instead of trying to make it so 2024. Let me ask you something. I have a theory about this movie. Okay. All right. So I think there's one. There's there's two ways this film is gonna like tell the story. In the trailer, you'll you you can notice that there is a. There's a woman that is hiding under a desk, and the military comes in and rips her out of from underneath the desk. It looks like it could be the Oval Office. So either this movie is going to throw at you at the end of it as a twist that who um, what's the guy's name that's playing the that's play, playing the president role in this? Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman that his character. He's playing a yeah, president. In yeah, this. that's what I mean. He's playing a president. It, I think what they're going to do is they're either going to throw at you at the end of it as a twist that he took power. Forcibly, and all the people sure. that are against are actually are actually like you know quote unquote like on the good side, or 
that's how the movie's going to start, and it's going to tell a story from that perspective. Sure, I understand. So that. That, I can see that either way. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like it, it's it, it's interesting to try to dis- dissect this from the trailer, but you know, it, it, like I'll leave more for like the movie discussion or like later discussion here in case it's on anybody else's list again. So, but yeah, it, it's like it, it's Spoiler, interesting. At it least. is on the list again. Okay, at right, least cool, one. Cool, cool. At least one. Yeah. All right. Neat. So that's that's our that's our number five. Let's go to number four. So I'll go number four first. Number Chris, four. Because Chris started off. So yeah, go ahead. My number four is Argyle. Which is actually coming up very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a Matthew Vaughn movie. I know I'm not the only one fond of this oh, movie. I'm, I'm super so like, I was a big fan of the the original Kingsman movies and um, the um, the other Matthew Vaughn, the Kick Ass. He did mm-hmm. those. I really enjoyed those movies um, for the most part. The last, you know, Kingsman. I know you really enjoyed it. I really wasn't the biggest mm-hmm. fan of that, just because it didn't feel like the original Kingsman. It didn't have that. That really like more fun vibe. They yeah. tried for some reason to make it way more serious, and I'm not saying that you couldn't have done that and made it you know a little bit funnier, but it just really didn't do well, for it for the me. time frame. Would have been hard. That's a very serious time. I mean, sure. It's not, you know. Listen, there's dickheads in every era, brother. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think this might be cool. I like I like who's in it. I mean, we got Henry Cavill, we got John Cena, we got Sam Rockwell, who I fucking love. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a big cast. It should be a good movie. And here's the thing. By the time this movie actually comes out, we'll be watching in approximately two weeks for us here. Yeah. Um, we are going to set through a doldrum of movies right now anyway. I'm actually excited to see something like larger budget. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kick-ass kind yeah, of. Yeah, kind of that kind of movie in the theater. Gotcha. You know, I just so. want to so you know that the, um, the the sequel that got greenlit for Ki- for Kingsman is a Statesman. sequel. Is a, is a sequel to the one we just got, the one from two years ago, three years ago. Okay. It's World War II. It's a sequel to The King's Man. I don't want that. I want that. I love the King's Man. I want the me. I want the Statesman. I'm sure we'll get that too. But I'm sh- with Jeff Bridges and Channing Tatum. Hell yeah! When he dances shirtless for <laughs> yeah, why not? Right. So well, I'll, I'll just go. So we'll just yeah. keep going this yeah, way. So fine. my number four is a, is If mm. with Ryan Reynolds. Uh, that comes out in not your time frame. Yeah, isn't that, it? Nope. nope, sure not. Eh, disqualified. Yep. Chris. Off the oh, list. Number I thought it did. Sorry. F- my number four is imaginary, actually. So th- mm, this is what does come. You know. You know. It's funny. I had written that, but I, I meant if. <laughs> so I had written imaginary, but I, I meant if. So. Yeah, yeah. So so I my, my number four is imaginary. So I'm not interested in Argyle. Okay. Uh, it, like, as, as much as you guys are, I hope it's good and stuff. And like, you have to watch it. Yes. It, it. It's funny that like that you have Argyle for, and I have imaginary for. Because I know you don't. You're not. You don't care for not, imaginary. Well, I mean, I don't care for imaginary for other reasons. You know, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, really big scary movie guy, and like I'm not afraid. You know, we've done this dance a thousand times. I'll absolutely watch this movie, and look, yeah. if it's good, I'll give it props. Like mm-hmm. we have watched good scary movies True. fairly recently. It's just the problem; they are so fucking bad sometimes. Yep. So here's the thing that I that I why I'm interested in imaginary, why the trailer got me right away when we first watched it, like together. You know, like probably like what two months back now. Oh yeah, it's been um, a minute. Imaginary takes that concept that sometimes. Kids are fucking creepy, <laughs> and as a as a father of two kids, yeah, they can be creepy at times. They have they, have they done creepy things. They knew like, they talk to shit. Yeah, weird. So so <laughs> I, I I lived in a house I grew up in uh, while my oldest daughter was uh, like around the age of three. She used to talk about talking to talking to somebody that you know that was in the house and a dog that you know that used to be in the house too i had a dog that died in the, in the house you know what i mean so that's creepy, that's was creepy. That the same dog she was talking to that yep. Why, ooh, yep. wait, that's wait, creepy. Hey, did she know about that nope hey nope <laughs> nope. So, Blumhouse, get a hold of Chris. He <laughs> has a script for you. No, so, burn uh, that fucking house down. So, 
like that's like it, it's things like that that kids do that can be creepy and sometimes imaginary friends they're creepy kids use those as a, as a conduit to like to explore like new behavior and bad behavior for kids that usually like stay within the lines like it's something that kids will do they'll generate a and create like an imaginary friend and that's who did it or that's who told them to do it to try to start pushing their boundaries and this takes that to like that whole next level and that's cool as shit and there might be a murdery demon yeah 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 so like like I, I'm definitely def- in play the like the subject that they've chosen here is that like perfect like oh that's like real world creep factor and I like that so, nice so yeah. I'm gonna just because that's next on my list I'll just put Monkey Man at four because that's I, that was <laughs> that was next on my list but like I totally messed up I saw Imaginary Thought If with Ryan Reynolds so I just yeah, yeah, yeah no it's fine don't worry about but it now that now that I know Matt like that's not what would be nowhere near my top five but. gotcha 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 all right so my number three okay, so then number three thank you number three yeah here for you uh, Bob Marley One Love hmm. okay I'm psyched for this one um I think it's I think what uh, I don't know much about Bob Marley, but what I do know is, I think the guy who's playing him, they made an excellent choice. He really does look like Bob and Marley. He sounds like Bob Marley, so like I'm psyched for that. I want, I just want to. It looks like it could be a great story too. I'm hoping it. We watched so many of these trailers. It looked like it could be great, and then we weren't we're here giving it a two and a three. And out of the out of our movies that are coming up very soon, this one looks like it has a lot of production value behind it. Like, like there's a lot here that looks and like sounds good. Just like on paper, like like when you take a look at it from a high level, I think Argyle is probably the one that comes closest to it. In that sense, it looks like it, it's high production value as well. They have been so. working on the Bob Marley story for like years, ten years. Well, he's a he's a beloved icon, sure, in so many circles. So Absolutely. it just makes sense. I get it. Not my thing. Not my cup of tea. Not my music. And I understand why people like identified with his message and sure. things. Yep, you know? sure, it, make, it makes Absolutely. a lot of sense. Absolutely. Yeah. My next one is. Is one life so my I, I have the With, I, uh, Hopkins Hopkins yeah nice. so this this is right up my alley it's I know it's 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 based in history it's it's based on true events um, the whole talk show scene that they show off in the trailer actually happened a couple of years back so it's it, it it's a very it's. I'm very interested in the story that they're telling with with this movie and I think it I think it could be a very just. Nice watch. See a see a story play through of someone's life who did just some who just did some good things. I agree, and I think it's going to be a nice character piece. And I, I'm always down for something it's like funny. that. Didn't make my but it was always always on a consideration, but it yep. didn't make the list. But yep. that's good good choice. Very yeah. excited to yep see that one actually. Roger, you're up. Number three. So my number three is actually Civil War. Okay. So since we are talking, about it, I won't I won't speak about it too much again. But I'm I'm excited for this. I think it might be a nice change of pace type of movie, yeah. and it's an interesting concept. You know, to be. To be filming something like this, if it was going on on the inside, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it'd be a, a wild time. So, yeah. interesting to see how it plays out. Hope it's, I just hope it's really good. Yeah, yeah. I so, expect it to be good. Gotcha. I sure hope it, yeah. Well, so so we have Civil War, we have Bob Marley's One Love, and we have One Life at our three spots. Three wildly different movies, yep. you know what I mean? So, I, I and I think that it goes to show that, like, you know, some of these... You know, at as we get higher on the list, there's a lot more, like, nuance to why they're probably at, like, the more top spots. And, you know... It, it, it's just it's neat to see something that can be as a wild subject as so, you know a, you, like an American Civil War you know part do, but then like go, do? but then go to something uh, uh, talking about a symbol who who literally believed in love and peace. So like that's yep. just an interesting dichotomy at like you know at the same level of interest, but like for different very. And the yours is also subjects. a guy that. That, fought for peace. Yeah, with, with, with with within you know within like the struggles of war and wartime. So that's actually a kind of neat dichotomy between the the three the three sections. So, how about you? 
Who's number three now? Uh, that's all for number three. Number two, so you'd start number two, right? Let me go number two. No, no did you start number three? Number two. Uh, I, will be num- I will be number two, yeah. So number two. Wait, but who started number three? I started you number three. You started three. number three. Because yes. one, turn. one, and then civil. Oh, so, so who's turn, who starts now? It's me. Chris. Oh, okay. That's what we just said. Yeah. And then you interrupted. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Jeez. It's okay. it's okay, man. Production value. It's fine. My number two is Civil War. <laughs> so, All right. So this is actually very high on my list. Um, I'm, prob- I'm probably the one out of the three of us that is the most outwardly connected to politics and talks and like talks about things from that like that perspective enough but like this movie interests me on a lot of different levels politics is one of them current world you know real world politics and like how that can bleed into a movie like this seeing if um if a24 can stay very partisan in this movie making and just make it very ambiguous on like what's happening or if they're going to lean one way or another on like like current political standing because this movie has has started Started production, gone all the way through, and finished within a very specific, you know, political cycle within like you know our actual like real life world. So I'm interested to see how A24 does the film. I'm interested in it. Uh, the subject matters, you know, is interesting. It almost feels like a disaster movie, and I'm and I'm I'm heavily into those. It's got that feeling. It really does. And and Jesse Plemons uh, in the trailer. I, I'm I'm glad we didn't uh, we haven't mentioned this yet. Like between the two other like cause of it, I think he's gonna play a very. Uh, I don't think a very long-lived character in like in in the movie, but it's going to be a very impactful role, and I think he's I think he's a great guy for something like that to just come in and like kill it for like just 15, a weird dude. 15, 20 minutes of screen time and hit, like you know hit a performance like can you nail see on a, the head. can you see a, can you picture a movie where he was that character like that kind that of role kind of guy no I can't I can't either which, which was, was, I'm excited for yeah which lends me to believe, but but I've seen him in so many different roles though that he's he's almost like that role chameleon where he can take on anything yep. I think it's going to be an interesting you know like he's played a lot of, of different roles in a lot of different movies mm-hmm. yeah so I'm just I'm very interested in like just the nitty gritty about this film on top of if it's going to be a good film or not I, I would agree with that sure. yes. And A twenty four is a good batting, uh, you know, batting record. You know, it, they they do a pretty good job most of the time. There's only been a few like movies we've been like super like that was weird on. So I I think that you know going into this, I th- I'm I'm hoping to see a really good film, and I'm hoping to see something that tells a very interesting right down the middle story. But we'll, we'll have to find out. A twenty four has like three movies in best picture category. Yeah, yeah they so. they do pretty well. They, they do. They, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Yep. Uh, so my number two is Dune Part Two. So. I don't think we have to say much about how excited we are for Dune. No, we don't. Uh, Dune should fucking own. <laughs> and, like, I'm so here for it. And I really hope this does well financially. So we get a Dune Part 3. Yeah. Because they've already talked about it. And the way that this is looking with pre-sale tickets, legitimately, it should be a huge opening weekend. Mm-hmm. Expect big things from Dune. I'm, I expect oh, it I to be great. Be so I, I don't think I'm ever going to have gone out of my way hard, harder to go see something in Big D or IMAX yeah. than, I, than I'm going to for 100%. this film. 100%. So I've seen – I so I saw it – I just said I saw it in um, IMAX in Pittsburgh, yeah. and I watched it here. Dune part – the original Dune. Yeah. Dune, Dune part, part one. one Dune part one I saw in the Big D. There's no comparison. Yeah, yeah. The Big D versus the IMAX, it's it's night and day. If you've not – you you should make a trek – you and the wife should make a make a make a, a night of it, a weekend of it. Trust me, you want to. Maybe the sound shakes. It's <laughs> it's such a unfortunately. Better she, I, I don't know. If she'd be on board with that. Like she's one of those. She, she's a movie goer that she's very sensitive when the, everything's really loud and it, it it kills an experience for her. So that would sure, most likely her. be like a solo thing if I did that. But you can also check it out in Cinemark XD, which is almost the exact same ratio. Oh, okay. As IMAX. 
Yeah, that's that's also Pittsburgh, though. Yeah, yeah. But not as far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about going to the waterfront. Oh, you're talking about going all the way to the airport, which is just quick in and out, and not just go through. Yeah, yeah, the waterfront's like through the... Yeah, Yeah. all the way on the other side. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, going into Pittsburgh is an absolute crapshoot of a nightmare sometimes if you're going to make the right lane once you get through the tunnel. And leaving takes about 45 minutes longer if it's in the Well, I don't know if the one in South Hills, but you don't have to go through the tunnel for that one. South Hills is easy. It's just on 19. But that's I don't think that has a big deal. It is not. It's no, just not, it not. Yeah. not. That yeah. used to be a car mic that at the end. It yeah. doesn't have an IMAX. But, so but yeah, number, well, I was just be like, Dune, it's, another thing that excites me about the Dune movie is if it does well financially, because we're talking about financial stakes that you brought up, Sure. Um, uh, Henry Cavill's uh, Warhammer 40k project got officially greenlit like oh, like like nice. in the last week. They're getting the money from Amazon. They're 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 now in the prep phase for what they want to do story wise. They chose the most op- they they did what you love. They chose the beginning to start telling the story, which I think is less interesting than other things they could have picked. But it explains everything, and it's an, and it's well, a beautiful through line for like telling the story. But my point is, I don't want to get on that. Is that if this does well, I think it'll drive them to put more into that project because. Dune is just the grandfather of, of Warhammer 40k, so I'm, so I'm down for that to do well. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it really yeah, yeah. You're is right. You're right. But so I'm excited for that reason. On the, that's one of the reasons I'm also excited for that. So my number two is also Dune Part Two. Okay, <laughs> um, I'm psyched. I just saw the first one. Here's the thing about that is like Denis Villeneuve is like he. I, and I realized this as I was watching Dune is like he has replaced Nolan in my mind for like, but what Nolan used to be in like. I was excited, like, in 2005, going into The Prestige, like, after having seen um, Insomnia, then I was, like, and after seeing Batman Begins, like, I was, like, this is the greatest director in the world. Like, I was so (laughs) psyched. But what he's done recently has, like, it's, like, it's kind of, like, rounded out and flipped. You watched, like, a graph. Like, it's peaked. It peaked a long time ago. Probably Mm. a Dark Knight Rider, Interstellar for me, and, like, it's just going down but like you want to reach out to him and tell him that like, I did what well, I met I talked to the man yes. like, I still talk to him but <laughs> I had some interesting conversations on the set of Dark Knight Rises uh, send him a him. snap be like your movie's ass bro no <laughs> oh, ass bro uh, no uh, I just he makes very good movies but like Denny Villeneuve is in my mind has taken over that that mantle is okay Dune, the first Dune, I think, is kind of like kind of good movie kind of like like taking over that like that whole that like that visual that visual, visual guy. combined with Funny how they both use Zimmer, but like the the yeah. visual well, combined sure. with Probably, the, the there everybody wants that. to use Zimmer. There might be a reason for that. <laughs> Zimmer's great. Uh, Zimmer is fantastic. Yeah, but like, yeah. there's just that they share a lot of. They're very similar, I think, in the way they like they're aesthetically and how they set up shots. Yeah. Um, I can see an argument for and against that, but also yeah. like the sound is like somewhat similar as well. But like, yeah. I just. That seeing that is like I know why. Like I've been thinking about some of his Villeneuve's like older films, like Arrival and like Blade Runner twenty four. I just I watched Arrival again. It's, it's really it's good. A yeah. It's a masterpiece. It's simply movie. Gr- like that yeah. movie is simply great. I think that is the Blade best Runner way to say it. Twenty forty nine. Like it's. Simply Have you got amazing. to watch Blade Runner yet? I, I, I need to watch Blade Runner. You I do. I really do. I'm telling um, you, you will fucking love it. Yeah, yeah. Let me jack the first number one spot from okay. you, just to lead in, because it makes sense. My my number one is Dune. Sure. So sure. we might as well just go around the table with the Dune. No you problem. guys have it at number two. I have it at number one. This is my baby. God damn it. I need it. I've been waiting extra long for it now, and I just want this movie to be the spectacle that it deserves to be. 
I saw the first one, you know, the first half of this, you know, a couple years back when it when it hit, and it was it's just so good. Seen on the big screen, and everything is exactly what I want it to be. Watching this with my grandmother growing up, you know, back from like the TV VHS that she recorded it on, whatever. The eighty five you know. version of Dune is getting a theatrical re release as well. Good for it, you know what <laughs> I mean? And I'll probably want to. It's gonna see be very different too. than people think they're gonna get though. With well, but if your first experience is the one from twenty twenty one, yeah, that's very different. Well, yeah, true, but like yeah. you know, not not for me. So I'll go and. It, you know what I mean? But like sure. it's this movie holds a space for me in so many different things. It holds it personally, you know, because you know, watch it. My grandmother growing up, it was one thing that we bonded over, and then just my love for like the whole sci fi thing. It's one of the reasons why I like sci fi, and you know, the connection it has to so many other things that it's given birth to. Like this movie, I just want this thing to be great, and you know, if I get disappointed, whatever. But right now, I'm just ready for this thing to just. I hope this movie makes billions of dollars yep. and well, crushes the things. The first one so. got released day and date on Max and theatrically, it and did. it still did like $45 million. I know. Which I know. is respectable as hell. I know. I mean, realistically, I'll be happy if it makes its money back and hits like that $500 million mark, because that'll be way better than its Hold first on, with, showing. With Doom Part like 2, I'm expecting like anywhere from like a 70 to $100 million opening weekend. Okay. I mean, I, I expect uh, above 100 Okay. I mean, well, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to reel it in for what I, I say. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. It's tracking to be above 100. Good. I, I, I hope. Does. I hope it. I hope it does great. And I, I think that the work behind it probably deserves it as well. But I, we'll have to wait and see. But this you, is my number one. Are you a fan of the Riddick? I like the story of Riddick. I don't. I hate the movies of Riddick. Well, they're, <laughs> well, the pretty, they're pretty bad. Yeah, the, like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I remember watching the Chronicles of Riddick, and now yeah. I'm thinking back to that. Is like, I wonder if. We, yep. that I've, went the way that did because Dune exists like they got the visuals from Dune it's, and, it's, like, it's a book in the 85 it's very possible that that guy's books was 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 inspired by that's you know, the Dune probably the, the most influential science fiction novel of all time okay fair enough but like I was like that's pure Dune is besides the Isaac Asimov robots thing yeah 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 yeah, it's uh, those two. So who's so you're so that so so we'll, we'll go. I'll go we'll, back. We'll go, to, yeah, number well, one. Yeah, because uh, I didn't remember to get great. My number one is Argyle. Is that, that's your number one? Out. Hear me out. Ooh. I love Matthew Vaughn. I'm coming off, but it was either it was for me it was Dune or Argyle. But like I'm just I'm more excited I just, for Argyle. I just want to point out the oof from Roger that you may have missed. I don't, whatever, <laughs> fine. I'm just like I, I love Matthew Vaughn as a director. Okay, there I, you go. Most things he does, it, I'm, I walk out like. I loved it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. So I, just, I want I to do that for Argyle. I do expect it to be good. So yeah, 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 I yeah. I mean, it's on both of your guys' lists. So yeah, obviously. Um, yeah, I just I'm I'm excited. I like Matthew Vaughn simply, and I, I really just hope I really do hope Aaron Taylor Don Johnson makes a cameo in this one too. <laughs> but it's got a good cast. Uh, I'm looking. I look. Sam Rockwell's amazing. Um, Henry Henry can't go wrong with Henry Cavill or any other cast members. I'm just. I was like. I'm looking forward to Argyle more than Dune Two. I don't know why. I just am. That's, that's a crazy take. It's just man. one of those things. It's a crazy take. Dune Two is going to be the much better movie. Don't get me wrong. I mean, commercially uh, and um, uh, critically, cr- critically. Mm-hmm. But like, I just Matthew Vaughn like has a direct line to like yeah, what yeah. I like. Okay, so. gotcha, gotcha. So what about uh, you? Then? So my number one, one, and I'm very disappointed in both of you mm-hmm. because it didn't make either one of your Godzilla. lists. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, it's either, it's either Ghostbusters or Godzilla. Oh, no, no, stop, 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 stop. I I know what it's going to be. Godzilla does not fit. Into, well, it does fit your time frame by one. It does. Week. It does. It yes. does. I, I I'm not. I don't want to bury your lead. Not I don't. I don't want to bury your lead. I actually like it came down. Th- this was my closest one that almost <laughs> made my list that I had to cut, and I thought, you know what. Roger's going to talk about this one at length as he deserves, so I don't need to have this on my list it to make sure it's mentioned. It? it is Ghostbusters. So there it is. <laughs> so it is Ghostbusters, and, it, and this was this is really a line in the sand that I had to draw between Dune and Ghostbusters, right? Because okay, okay. like Dune, I fully expect to make more money mm-hmm. and to be the better film. However, okay. 
Uh, I've always touted my love for Ghostbusters mm-hmm. on this show. In the last Ghostbusters movie, Ghostbusters Afterlife was very, very good. It was. It was done very well. Didn't make a ton of money, but it made enough money for them to get a sequel. It came out, of, it came out at, a, at a weird at time. At a weird time, sure. Yeah, it was still like where you know things mm-hmm. weren't normal like they, they are now. They paid a lot of love to... To where it came from, though they they did what they it. needed to do. They needed to have just enough nostalgia and mm-hmm. just enough new to make it work. Yeah, and I don't I don't want to gush about how much I love that movie, but I really do. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a scene in that movie where they're in the cave or in the mine, and there are five proton packs hooked up, shooting one giant beam into a well, and that fucking shot is awesome. <laughs> like that's like that's what Ghostbusters is to me as a forty year old mm-hmm. man. That you know, I watched when I was seven. Like that's still like that's what it should be for me. When I wor- when I worked at GameStop, uh, there was a guy that came in like twice a year in a full Ghostbusters nice. cosplay the jumpsuit. Outfit. Well, he had the jumpsuit. He ha- he had his own pack that he nice. made. Uh, he had it set up to where it with the hoses he'd click and CO would go through it and it would make sparks fly in the back. Like he like he was fully into it, man. And like I wish uh, I wish it was it's, cool. you could have seen it. That but dude's like, cool. Yeah, but like yes. I think I like whenever I think of like like whenever I see the Ghostbusters trailer, whenever I hear the hear hear the um you know hear the sound the siren sound wow. from it, I just think of you just sit there smiling. Yep. You know what I mean? Because it's like I I know what that connection is like when like when like your little kid heart gets tickled. It is just the it's, right it's space. So nice. It just feels it it just feels nice. It does. You know what I mean? So I get that. It makes you feel I get nice that. and warm. The one last thing I'll say about it because we can move we got our stuff to talk about tonight. Yeah. But, um the one thing I'm excited about this for is because in the last movie they they went at length to go back to the beginning. They yeah. fought the original villain in Gozer. This one is an entirely new villain, mm-hmm. and that is big for a franchise mm-hmm. that has kind of struggled to find its own foothold past the original movie. Mm-hmm. And to be able for them to take the time and write out a whole new original villain and still base it back in New York City, I'm super excited. Oh for yeah, that. the fact they're going the back to, back to New York is cool. Yep. And like, I have an affinity for for like for the element of ice. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's just cool and interesting whenever it's like done like a fantasy element. That's a very gamer so, thing to say. Yeah. yeah like, absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. And I mean, those are my roots, man. But <laughs> like, I am I'm really pumped to see like the ice based villain in this. I think this would be really cool. So I'm I'm pumped. Uh, I expect too. millions of people to die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they better at least, you know what I mean? Just well, for, I mean, they're, they're going to be freezing people to ju- death. Just, I think, so, just for continuity's sake. This was also one that like I was just like, oh, I should have, it should I, I panicked, it shouldn't have been, I, I, if I'd have paid, if I'd have paid attention to release dates and not mistake the imaginary. Which was the one thing, thing we had to pay attention to. Yeah, which is the one thing I had to do. The thing is like, I saw imaginary, like for some reason the Ryan Reynolds, like, oh, it's right there. It's we had one rule, make it inside of this. Okay, any fucking movie you want. His rule, by the way. The thing with Ghostbusters. Thing with Ghostbusters is the last movie had like one of the coolest, like I think one of the best sequences in that year was Future Games. I'm like, it's Ghostbusters. It wins that award. But it's you know when 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 Gozer has them all licked and the girl turns around and like she's like, hey, and like she's got the proton back. She's scared as hell, but yeah. she's she's going at it. And then like right after that, you get the the dead Ghostbusters. They're all looking at him like, is that really him? Like because everything's yeah, yeah. opening and all the. I the thought warp. you might show up. He yep. says yeah. yep. casually. It's, just, it's <laughs> Like that to me is like if, if 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 as a director you can achieve two of those moments in a thirty long career you've done okay mm-hmm. and like just one of those moments that just 
awesome, man. Yeah, it, I mean, it was a good film, and to, and to build off of that, I hope it does it does as good or better because that was a fun movie to watch. Yeah. So it got really it put it the time frame. It just it didn't make the money it should have because it, yeah. of the time. But well, it also it, it also got pushed back three times. Here's the thing: it didn't make the money it should have. But the studios still made this one anyway, which yeah. means that it's not just a money gash, cash grab for them. Because the first one didn't didn't blow the socks off like, like they probably wanted it to. So like this, like they continued with this, knowing that the last one didn't make well, the money. I'm sure have. that it was cheaper for them just to be there. They already made, paid people for for two or three. Maybe, but here, but here's the it's thing: it's much cheaper to do that than break contracts. But still, it, it's just nice to see them follow through with it, even though sure. it didn't crush. Well, and we've and seen critically, before. it did everything you would want that movie to be. Critically, it mm-hmm. was very critically successful. Yeah. Most people thought it was pretty original and funny. Yeah, yeah. And listen, that shit really does matter. It does. It yeah. do- and Reitman, is Reitman making this one too? He's now the, he didn't write this mm. script, but he is still the uh, producer. It is still, he is in charge of Ghostbusters as it is right now. So he has the final say. He did not write, uh, he did not direct this one though. Mm-hmm. He is the, he is their overlord. Gotcha. As, like Kevin Fiji, yeah, yeah, Fiji, Fiji, water. So, so, so that that's our top five. Yeah. I want to ask you guys now: Is there anything that you were surprised you couldn't get under, like you couldn't fit onto your list? Like you looked at it, like ah, oh, I really want this on here. I I just don't got room. Like, so I'll feel that first. Yeah. Um, no, and because it's like as I look through this list. And, you know, I try not to be super negative about what's coming out. Okay, yeah. I know we're going to have to watch it. Listen, bro, <laughs> there's a lot of dog shit, like, lined up through. Okay. Like, I had to wade through a lot to find five movies I'm legitimately okay. excited for. And I know it's weird because, like, look, that's as, – as crazy as it sounds to talk about from now to the end of April, that's – Dude, that's 13 weeks. That's not, it's that's not a lot of time. It's not that it's not a lot long, of time. Yeah. especially in our world. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's – I only have to watch twenty movies in that time. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I um I actually had the opposite problem you did. I actually had a long list of movies and I actually had to break it down, which 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 I was I was surprised about genuinely. Now like so some movies were easy to toss toss off like Arthur Arthur the King that looks like a nice it might be movie. listen that might be good yeah that looks don't like really a, care looks though. like a nice movie I guess it does it if doesn't that dog does not be fucking pissed all right it's happening to you what. It's happening to you. The same thing happened to me when I first started working at Car Mike. Was like I was excited for something every week because of I've seen the original or like yeah, I yeah. just wanted to see what happened. Next. I could, I think it's happening for you too now. Maybe it maybe. seems like you have He's a little invested. Bit of that. Well, because like you <laughs> you didn't. I feel like you've come come back off that high where like you're like ah it's gonna suck though it's gonna suck though but like I feel like you're still kind of behind that wall maybe. like it could be good. Yeah. I have never yeah. gotten out from behind that wall. I never will. Okay. So so so, so one that I had trouble. That I actually was surprised I couldn't get on my list was was the new was the next the Godzilla, and none of us King, and, the King Kong yeah, one. None of us made that. Like, so, well, like <laughs> I have a theory about that. Well, so so listen, like 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 yeah, the last one got a little crazy with the whole center <laughs> of the earth theory, but they they've shown that they're going to expand on that idea now, which sure. is kind of cool. But like like the imagery alone in the trailer, the last like four seconds of the trailer, when King Kong and Godzilla are running side by side, running full speed at something like Avengers Assemble style. There's something about that imagery that just makes me go, "Whoa!" Well, I sent right. you, I sent you guys the the, metal. New, the new uh, the, Infinity the poster. There, the, the the one sheet was released, the official yeah, one, yeah, yeah. and it's Kong with this big fucking looks like Thanos Infinity yeah. Gauntlet glove. Yeah, and I'm just like, "Bro, if he snaps, we're fucked." <laughs> so, like, I've seen this. I got monkey hates us, bro. Yeah, yeah. And I listen. We deserve it. Yeah, but there's, there's just something about like, like I like I want to know 
what made them like make that shot and what when like what influenced them like like just thematically because like it looks like it's pulled straight out of like some like like, so, like a superhero comic or like an anime action scene where like Godzilla must just be Naruto running with his arms out because it just it looks like an awesome moment in theaters that if the whole movie sucks if that fifteen seconds is good cool. fucking worth it hands down. that's how I feel like describe Ghostbusters <laughs> like your first like so I feel like so many movies is like. I remember, and Roger always gets annoyed by this. Like, I remember like the best fifteen seconds, and forget about the other six thousand awful seconds. You know, like I mean, you can you can care about both. Yeah, true. You yeah, can 100%. care about the good while also not celebrating the bad. I, well, I think the two thousand and fourteen Godzilla, the 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 one that like revitalized the franchise. Mm-hmm. That whole movie was a was a was a two hour. It was, it was a war drama until fucking yeah. Godzilla and pops then, up and, and then just the wrecks. last two minutes, like the last thirty seconds, when Godzilla rips that thing's mouth open and just plasma <laughs> beams blast down its throat. mouth, dude. Like people, I, I, I get like, it. Like, that's yeah, cool yeah. shit. Like I don't care what you say. I don't care who yeah, you are, bro. what kind of walk of life you're coming from. That made cool. the whole movie yeah. worth it. It's like okay, this movie this sucks until rad. this point. <laughs> this movie rocks. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree with you. Yeah, it's just yeah. there's a simple formula there that I. I it's like cracked in my head a long time ago that I'm glad you're finally getting onto. So, so what didn't make your list? Because because you had the same problem I did. Well, well see, uh, 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 what's the one you're most surprised about? You couldn't fit onto the top five. Ghostbusters. Okay, like, because it's Ghostbusters thing, for you. I, I, yeah. I think see, like rooted in his childhood, I get that, but like it's not so much rooted. That's why, like, I keep like if there was a Terminator movie, that would have been one like hands down would have been number one for me. Or or like a live (laughs) action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie that would have been number one for me. Like that's my kit. Like I I get so excited for those. But like I was just going it's changed a lot over the years what I'm excited for what I'm not. Like Mm -hmm. Dune would have been number three or four on my list but just seeing part one recent last last week in IMAX in huge theater it was just like that bumped it up Mm -hmm. two for me which is great. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, like, I still, even, like, I, I don't regret Bob Marley being where it is. Even oh, yeah, no, you yeah. guys don't, didn't have it. No, I think it should be good, though. It, it, that's that's it. the one for me where I was It was seventh it. on my list. Like, it, it was up there. Like, I want that movie to be good. Yeah. Because here's the thing with Bob Marley. I think that movie's going to be very long. I have oh, no true. doubt that it's true. going to be very long. Yeah, it's like two and a half And there is probably. one thing that I want a long movie to be. It needs to be good and entertaining. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because a long, slogged out, long movie is awful mm-hmm. like even if you're trying to get from so many different points because like this is a you know about bob marley's life mm-hmm. and if it drags on for an extra hour and we didn't need it like i'll shred this movie because of that i yeah. understand you have a story you want to tell but it has to be entertaining and it has to be built for the mainstream mm-hmm. and those are important things to remember especially True. in a biopic like this mm-hmm. I, I agree um I, I wasn't surprised that i couldn't fit godzilla i like godzilla i just it's <laughs> I'm happy to watch it because it's coming out, but like some, not something I'm like, I gotta see that. Well, yeah. I have one thing to say about Godzilla. And like, look, it'll be, listen, I hope it's awesome. This also has real potential to also be very bad. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. Because they, like, they look, proved that with the last one. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. right? Like, it, and the one before. Since, since, before was okay, was okay. well, since King of the Monsters, mm-hmm. all right, which went fucking real sideways. King of Monsters had, uh, you can say everything you want, it had action in it. It did. It, <laughs> had the opposite it's problem. Which that. one was the one with uh, the underwater? Like that was they, King the, of the Monsters. That's King of Monsters. The temple. Yeah. So what's the one I'm thinking of then? Without King, that of was Monsters? Godzilla Kong. Oh, okay, that's that was yeah, the most yeah. recent one. Godzilla yes. and Kong. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. So it was Godzilla, Godzilla King of the Monsters, Godzilla Kong, Kong, and then yeah. Godzilla. Kong I do again. respect they're like continuing the story though. I do sure. respect the hell. They're out of committed that. so far, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it could be good, much like King of the Monsters could go wildly off the rails. It could. Question. Question for you. Could be a good or bad way though. Sure. It could be either way. Question for you guys. Where would you have put Beekeeper on this list? 
on this list? Would it Beekeeper would have made my list. It would have been anywhere fucking okay, near my top. Now that 10. you've seen Beekeeper, put it on the list. I mean, Where, I'm just just a curious question. I, I mean, mean, I liked Beekeeper, but I, I, think I don't be- think it'd bump anything from my top five. It would, yeah, top fair. five wouldn't touch it. It might make it in my top ten. Like, it would have made right. a top ten if I made one. Sure, yeah, there's probably. only there's less than ten that would even qualify to begin with. Well, you know? so I, I, sent, I have eleven here. So I sent Chris something. No, well, I, I was going to bring this up. Okay, yeah, you're right. So it's so so I didn't know if you knew about this. So I did, but like like me, and my wife were talking about Grayson's rules, but he didn't follow his own rules, so, so I don't yeah, know why I had to. But um, Thank so <laughs> so Demon Slayer's uh, its next movie bridging uh, its next arc bridging movie comes out soon, very soon actually, end of, uh, in February, end of February. So it qualifies for this, and if you guys remember. The last Demon Slayer movie made five hundred million dollars. Yeah, off of broke a, broke off records. Of what? Off of like a ten million dollar budget. And, and during Chris, co- and during COVID times, <laughs> Chris loved that movie, and by it was way. fantastic. And but here's and the no, thing: no, I have not watched it. It's all right. It's <laughs> all right. I, and it, it's my thing. Not it, you know, it doesn't have to be anybody else's. Here's the thing, though: it's not listed on any upcoming movie list. It is not. That's and I was like, well, I don't know if this counts then. So I wonder if it's like still in limbo, if it's going to come out at that time or not. It probably will. I'm on sure it. it will. It probably will. But here's the thing: it's just like it just goes to show you can make five hundred million dollars in theaters during COVID time and still not get respect. Well, so I, <laughs> I, I have one one caveat to that. So yeah, yeah. it is officially listed to come out at the end of February. Yeah. It doesn't say it's a U.S. release though. So That's what fair. it what That's it fair. could be? It could just be a Japanese release, mm-hmm. and it could be five or six months from now where it actually comes. U.S. side, US yeah. side. So that's that, possible. That is very possible. It's possible. This. However, uh, most of these are done simul dub, which means mm-hmm. that like both both countries' voice actors get the script the same time sure. and have a deadline to create. Yep. And that's how the how the last movie was. It mm-hmm. was dubbed at the same time. It was well, dubbed and recorded at the same time. So, but I do know there is a precedent precedent for this though, because mm-hmm. with Dragon Ball, the last movie, You're right. they were months apart yeah. from the Japanese release mm-hmm. to the United States release. True. Yeah, you're, you're correct so, on that. And that might be they might actually release it on like a Crunchyroll platform the same within the same time they release it on sure. the US side. Sure, I, I can see that is something they could do. Sure. Which is what they which they did that with another with another movie of recent the Jujutsu Kaisen movie. So So there's top five. Yeah. I'm surprised that you guys both didn't have Dune two at number one. I was I knew you would. I knew nah, you yeah, Well, because here's the thing, I, I thought about not putting it on the list at all. And it's not because so, I don't want to see it. Just because I knew this is going to happen. We're gonna talk about the same movie yeah, several yeah. times over, but yeah. Yeah, nope, listen, fucking Dune, I fully expect it to be incredible. Oh, yeah. And if it's oh, not yeah. incredible, I'll actually be disappointed. Oh, yeah. So have I we, expect a 10. We'll talk we, about it. One thing I want to, one question I want us to ask before we wrap it up is, he's mentioned part three. Yes. But yeah. Dune part two is supposed to be the end of it. No. Doesn't have the, to there is so much Dune. Yeah. Like, I, it, I don't want to be super nerd man for a second, but I will. There's like 35 books. Yeah. No, no, I, no, I totally but understand he that. He means for this story, correct? But like, about, the, the, which has been mentioned. The trailer I just watched because of the special screen, they showed like a little trailer. It said like the trailers like witness the finale. Yeah. So like I, I don't know where part three comes in if it's don't so worry, House of Trades continues. Oh yeah. So here's <laughs> the thing, they've had enough time in the delay of the of this theatrically to kind of cut things up and set up a, a part three version of this as well. I'm, I f- firmly believe that. I don't think they're going to. I think they'll finish this story with part two. And I think if anything, we'll get the supplement story that happens after all this ends. That sure. This event ends, which okay. there's a I lot mean, there. Florence Pugh's character in this justify or signifies that there absolutely can be a story past the end of this. Mm-hmm. Because her entire character from the Dune world happens after the original Dune. Yep. So 
and I would I wouldn't be upset about a with an entire Dune movie with Florence Pugh as as one of the like no, main draws. You could do a lot worse. Yeah, as I'm one fine. Of actresses, <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> you could do a lot worse. Um, all right, so I'm glad we were able to do that. I mean, yeah. I know that you guys aren't happy with my Argyle's top one, but no, 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 you're fine. You're I fine. Think I, I, was, I was just amazed that of all the movies you picked, Argyle was the number well, one for you. Well, I think it's more Matthew Vaughn than the actual. Look, I, I want fucking. I want it to be good. Yeah, because yeah. we're gonna have to see. It. Listen, that's two weeks out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah that one's soon. Yeah. I, hope, I hope it's great. I hope I come. I can't believe you put it on my top five. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, I hope that's damn, first I, I say. Yeah, I want Chris to be like, God damn, I was wrong about Argyle. Yeah, hundred percent. I want to be wrong about Argyle. We want to be wrong about every movie, and one movie I didn't put on. Sometimes I'm glad when they suck. I had this vibe. I had this vibe about Spaceman like being very good, but that's not. It's a streaming film, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had one I had to remove because it was a streaming only too. Because what was it? You know, I don't remember off the top of my head now, but I know there was one that was like, oh, I don't think we're doing streaming though, and so I, I didn't include. Do you it. remember what it was though? No, I don't. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm really, I'm really kind of embarrassed. I saw Imaginary and I thought about if I was like that. Listen, and man, now I'm embarrassed. It's just that's your okay. show, your rules, it's my rules, whatever. All right, great. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, thank, you thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. All right, Ooh, gentlemen. And the wing. Aggressive. The hard wink, too. Jesus. Uh, I know. All right. Shut the fuck up, Chris. This has been. (laughs) Close it down. (laughs) This has been episode 367A of Fourth Love of Cinema, a movie podcast. Each episode posts every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Please leave us a comment or two, rate, and subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Please check out our show on Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I'm at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Raj Dillian. I'm Christopher Bond. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Always posting new news on our socials. And new send us an email news. to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com. And next week we're going to be taking a look at Oscar nominated, many Oscar nominated poor things and another many Oscar nominations, The Holdover with Paul Giamatti. All right. Let's make it happen. <laughs>